Hello, everyone. Welcome to, uh, let me tell you about Homes... No! Nope. No! Wow! <laughs> let's just stop. <laughs> no, let's keep going. This is the, this is the one we're Someone sticking asked me about, let me tell you about Homestuck today. Oh, God. Seriously? They're like, can you tell me about Homestuck? I'm like, what do you want to know? Oh. <laughs> and they're like, I'm thinking about listening to your podcast. I'm like, don't. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one of the three do you want to listen to? Yeah, because, you know, we didn't make it easy. No. There's no one run of them covers the entire story. Nope. Uh, anyway, w- welcome to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. I am Ashley Lee Minor, and that, of course, is Luke. It sure is. And we are done with Fooly Cooly. We are. We did it. And I'm just going to be honest with you all. We yeah. recorded an intro already and then realized that a mic wasn't getting picked up. Yeah, we, we like tried to do this episode and like failed at it and then tried a second time and this time we're successful kind of like FLCL progressive and alternative yes (laughs) because holy shit (laughs) (laughs) what happened I don't understand like this isn't I, I feel weird because I'm repeating things I said five minutes ago but like yes FLCL alternative isn't perfect but like it's pretty good it's pretty good (laughs) and i don't understand how this team of creators made a real piece of shit with progressive that had like some interesting parts but like it's not good it's a it's a bad show and then immediately turned around and made this which is a good show yeah like the best parts of like progressive are the animation like the visuals, yeah. I think. You'll know, like we talked before. There are individual moments in Progressive that we like. It's just they're not like connected together properly. Mm-hmm. And this one has like a whole arc, and like it's emotionally satisfying to watch. Yeah, like it. There are characters I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. What if we like we said that last time? But it's like there are characters that stay good throughout, <laughs> right? And they like don't totally botch it. And <laughs> yeah, I I just it's it's so weird the the sheer difference in quality. It's really weird because yeah, we we said last time that it was the exact. It's the same people. Yeah, and. Like, just how different the approach is. It's so much more of, like, a mature to, like, level-headed take. Yeah. That, like, isn't saying something, like, revolutionary? No. But is saying something pretty well. Yeah, and, like, it's not revolutionary per se, but also... I don't know, like, off the top of my head, at least, I can't think of another, like... TV show that has been about global warming. Yeah, like, you know? This hits close to home in, like, ways that probably shouldn't. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Like, half of my notes for some episodes are, oh, they're just doing this. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, we had talked about the like, the stuff where, like, oh, people leaving the Earth and people yeah, like, move, like, moving on and they just further go into that right yeah like they turned medical mechanica into a metaphor for climate change yeah 
and, and like in a way a that metaphor for graduating high school and saying goodbye to all your friends. Yes, <laughs> which is weird, but like they make it work. Yeah, and yeah, like it, it just it's really weird because like with fully coolly the original, we've said our piece about that. Right. And when that we think it is an interesting show. Yes. But that it is not a like that where it ends up is at best misguided and bad and uh-huh. at worst morally reprehensible. Yeah, it is a ton of talent and money going into creating something terrible. Yes. And but there were things we could point to even in the worst episodes where we were like, I like that. Right, yeah. But progressive didn't feel like that. It feels like we were scraping the barrel. Yeah. To uh-huh. try to find things that we enjoyed. Episode five was like the only good episode. Yes. And like I I don't even say like I loved what like happened during that episode. It's just like, oh this is cool like cool. They're doing cool things. Yeah. In every episode of this, I, I again, I have problems. Yeah. Yep, yep, definitely. And we're going to talk about those, but it, like, every episode, something happened where I'm like, I liked that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, like, I, I again, I, I think that especially, like, visually, this is a lot less, like, experimental and ambitious than the original FLCL, <laughs> but on just a storytelling level, it's so just, like... It nails the fundamentals of the characters and the narrative in a way that, yeah, it's not flashy or, like, surprising, but it's just, like, they they worried about getting the, the like, the foundation right, and then, you know, it, once you have that, like, it's it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Did, should we just get into it? I guess let's get into it, yeah. Uh, so, we had said that episode four was gonna be about pets. Right, it's not. We do get a pets episode. We do. Um, but this episode is about a character who I did not think was going to get an episode. No, because they had had about 30 seconds of total screen time before this one. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, episode four, Pitapat. Pitapat. Opens up on uh, our kind of immigration officer. Do they ever uh, actually say this guy's name? Yes, they do. What was his name? Uh, Kanda. Kanda, okay. He, he is not someone we have known. No, it's he is, not. He is, he is not even, like, related to, he's not the son of someone. Right. He's a totally new dude. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, Kanda, who is, is watching a big, like, bank of monitors showing all of the pins that have dropped on Earth. And basically these are part of Medical Mechanica's plan. They're, they're basically mapping out how they're going to steam iron like, the Earth. Yeah, like, the best routes, basically. Right. Uh, and Haruko's just there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, D- don't you ever knock? He's got a very <laughs> deep voice. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, yeah, no, I don't care about Earth. I'm just here. <laughs> hanging. Right. Uh, so then we cut to Akana, who I think is, she's reading poetry... Yeah, she's reading a poem and, like, isn't, like, I think the line she's, like, doesn't understand, it's talking about, like, quaffed hair. She's like, what does quaff yeah. mean? Uh, and 
she sees the basketball team go by, and she gets excited to see her obvious crush, Sasaki. Yes. Uh, but Sasaki, there's a new coach in town. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's Haruko. Haruko's doing her Haruko thing. Yeah. Yeah. Still not great. It is not great. The one thing I will say, it doesn't actually do anything with it, and they shouldn't have just, they just shouldn't have done it, but like... Yeah. I think they make it clear in this episode Sasaki is not comfortable or okay with what Haruko's doing. Yes. Like, it feels to me more slimy than it normally comes off as. Yeah, like, it is way more obvious that she is, like, manipulating this dude. Yeah. And he is... The way he acts isn't even, like... He seems extremely uncomfortable the entire time. Yes. As in opposed a way that to it is being not, like, like yeah. comedic. It's not comedic, and it's not just like, oh, well, he just has to grow up and learn what, you know, sex is, and then he'll be okay with it. No, it's like, he's being... This isn't okay, what's being done to this him. This person is putting him in uncomfortable situations. And, like, and it still doesn't go far it? enough with that. Idiot. It doesn't... Because it really doesn't go anywhere with that. It just drops at a, a certain point. So they just shouldn't have done it. But at least that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did laugh at when she pa- when they pass by, they go slow motion, and he's like, Stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and Sasaki... Like the- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I like the title card for this episode, which is like a romance manga. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a romance manga starring uh, Kana and Sasaki. Yeah. But he's like way more like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, shoujo uh, right. hero, and or and he's like doing the kavadon, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. the wall. <laughs> it's really, it's funny. really good. I'm like, okay, yeah, that. <laughs> yep, that's a good way to go with that. Yeah. Uh, so then it cuts to class, and Haruko is still doing her Haruko shit. Right. She's like he got her arms around him, and is like. Like, half kissing, half whispering into his ear. Like, everyone in the classroom is looking at it like, ah. Yeah. And again, not in a way of like, oh, he's got this, like, hot, he's with the hot older coach. Right, only one person's like that. Yeah. And and it's the kid that sucks. Yes. What's it, Ida, is that his name? Ida? Ida, yeah. Ida. A-I-D-A. Right. Um, which is like... Before it was like, oh no, like that's what you like need to do. Like that's the cool guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and all of Kana's mad, and all of her friends are teasing her about it. Right. Because they're like, it's obvious that she likes Sasaki. Yeah. But she just still kind of doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, which I, and <sighs> it won't come up. Like, because we're just describing the episode. I do just want to say again, I love the voice actors for the main four girls. They're really good. They're really good. All of them capture their personalities really well. I think Khan especially is really good. She's great. Yeah, it's... uh, Like, as mad as I get about with Haruko's whole character. Yeah. Like, her voice actor has remained amazing throughout. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the actress's fault that the character she's playing is terribly written yeah but like i think all of the the friends in the in this season are just about as good yeah 
Yeah. Like, it, and honestly, just the combination. Again, I'm not crazy about these circumstances, but uh, Kana is so grumpy. Like, the way they yes. drawn her is just. It's very funny and cute. And, like, the actress just, like, nails the kind of voice that ought to come out of that face. Yes. It's really well done. And, like, I, you sent me after watching this episode with just love these dorkos. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, they're just a bunch of, like, dorks. Like, even, like, Hajiri, who's popular, like, is this, like, model beauty, is, like, she's this fucking dork. Yeah, they're just all a bunch of cute, dorkish kids, and I love them, and I want to adopt them. They're really nice. (laughs) Uh, But the teacher comes in, and he's like, yeah, there's a new coach. And everyone's wondering why they are still doing basketball, because they lost so many times. Right, and uh, uh, Sasaki, is that his name? Yes. Yeah, he tries to explain, he's very flustered because Haruka won't leave him alone, but he's trying to explain that, like, another school, ten of the students transferred away, so they lost their place in the tournament. Yeah, uh, well, and also Ida is trying to, has to explain first, but he can't because he's crying so much. Right, he's just, Ida spends the entire episode just openly sobbing because Haruko is, uh, macking on Sasaki the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, so, yeah, so ten, ten people transferred, which I think is... There's a kind of implication that it could be Haruko that did that, but also it, there right. could be the implication of the rich people getting off the planet. Yeah, it, it's kind of not explained, but either like, way, yeah. Yeah, like, that just seems like something that Haruko would have done. Yeah. Uh, to, like, engineer this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but exactly. also it feels like if you they wanted to turn it into a thing where it's like, Everyone, you know, getting off the planet. Right. A lot of, like, the, what's happening is sort of in the background of these episodes until the last one. Yes. So, yeah, you can kind of take it either way. Mm-hmm. And they don't confirm either way on this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kana convinces her friend group to, like, go to the basketball game to support them because she, you know, wants to be supportive for Sasaki. Yes. And uh, they're doing badly because they always do badly. Yeah. Um, they're in like they're in like they're not in even like they're in stands, but they're not like courtside or like on bleachers. No, this is like a balcony. Like, like it looks like that's just like a door from like a, a hallway somewhere in the school that they just poke their heads through almost. Yeah. Uh, and none of the um. Other girls are really watching along, or if there are, it's, like, pretty bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mosan and Pet end up swapping, uh, talking about trading handkerchiefs. <laughs> yeah, because, like, Masan is, like, wiping herself with her handkerchief because it's hot and, like, fanning herself with it. And Pet says that, that it's a cute handkerchief, and she kind of unfolds it to show that it's, like, a big, like, cartoon thing of meat. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, the only food joke with Masan in these three episodes, so that's nice, at least. Yeah, they, they definitely mi- went down on those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so they trade handkerchiefs, and it... Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's no reason why she wants to trade handkerchiefs with her. 
It's just a, a, a little character trait. Just a little character trait. But eventually a fight breaks out as, like, they're... As tensions flare up because they're doing so badly. And yeah. I think it's, like, halftime. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, go ahead. The, like, the teacher is yelling at them to do better, and... I want to say Sasuke, but I don't yeah, think that's no, not his name. Sasaki. Sasaki. Sasaki is trying to show his plans on what they need to do. Yeah. And it seems like everyone is just like, uh, don't... And Tariko's bothering him, and it seems like no one's paying attention. Well, like, he, he's trying to give them his game plan, but Haruko is, like, rubbing his butt with her foot, and he can't, like, focus because that's freaking him out. And then Ida's getting angry and jealous of him again, when, like, he clearly is not enjoying this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Ida, like, throws a water bottle at him and knocks him over. Mm-hmm. And... Sasaki ends up saying, like, I want to do this, I just can't. Right. Ida immediately starts, like, crying and, like, you're hurting me, like, don't... Ida yeah. just... He's all bark, no bite. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sasaki is short and, like, re- pretty slender, and he's like, grabs him by the collar, and Ida's like, oh, you're hurting me. Yeah, but he pushes uh, Sasaki onto uh, Haruko. Yeah. Uh, who is just sitting there reading manga. <laughs> right, yeah. And, like, they kind of fall on a in a pile on the floor, and Haruko's like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, you know, I think I did hurt my thigh, though. And, like, you know, put this cream on it. Yeah. She's, like, wearing basketball shorts. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like, uh, uh, okay. And, like, starts putting it on her, and she keeps telling him to, like, go higher, closer to her groin. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, bad, but yeah, yeah. I he, think I think at some point during this, she like makes eye contact with Kana because she's just doing this to try and push Kana her, into doing yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this is all again. It's just it's the same way when Harko was going with uh, the whole robot dad thing. It's just to try to yeah, exactly trigger an Inno thing. Right. Uh, there is a very funny moment where. Like, Kana's being all mad and grumpy, and Haji and uh, yes. Hajiri goes like, oh, what kind of kinky thing is that? And Kana like, oh! And it's not, It's just, they're doing the same thing, and right. all of them stick <laughs> their uh, tongues out at Kana. And right, she just, like, starts punching, uh, punching them, but, like, very yeah, like, gently. In, in, like, the most, like, fun, mockful way. Yeah, again, I like these kids. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she just kind of keeps trying to deny that this is bothering her, but her Edo goes off. Yes. I think it's someone during the basketball game, someone beamed her in the head with a basketball. Yeah. We also missed that. Uh, but she, it kind of seems like something might come out, but she just freaks out and runs away. Yeah. And... Like, Haruko's disappointed, because, like, yeah. oh, I thought something cool was going to happen. I do like that as she's running away, she, like, runs through just a crap crowd of extras in the background, and, like, you hear bowling pins getting knocked over as she runs yeah, through them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, and also we see the coach of the other team. Or oh, yeah. This weird, I was like, what? <laughs> this weird fuck. It is, it's hard to even describe what this thing is. It is, like... It is a man, but then his whole head is a nose, but then the nose is, like, painted to look like a pig. 
Yeah. It's We've very seen strange. what this is. Yeah. But it, I, my note is just who, what, huh? Yeah. It's very, it comes out of nowhere, even on a show like this. Right. Uh, and so it's we back at the soba shop, and uh, Prime Minister is still talking bullshit. Yeah. Talking about, like, oh, you know, alien attacks and hidden agendas. Right, but th- that's all just conspiracy theories. Come on yes. now. Yes. Uh, Kana is working there and is very mad. Yeah, like her boss is hiding from her. This is the first. I also re- just realized that the boss is Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom. Oh yeah, yeah. In the last episode, he's like channeling some major Tom energy. <laughs> so, uh, but he's like, "Hey, are you good?" Right. She's like, "I'm fine." Fine. <laughs> Uh, and then the Prime Minister talking about, you know, like, love and brotherhood. We just all have to love each other, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, and she gets too upset by these constant references to love, so she just storms out of work. Yeah. And also, I, I just noticed, like, it, it was in the last episode, but it, you can see it clearly here. Yeah. That the Vespa is a soba noodle shop here. It, like, it's a soba noodle shop delivery thing here. It's not hard. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so she leaves, and someone who is the pri- the prime minister comes in. <laughs> right, she comes in, but she's wearing like a big hat and like a um, like sunglasses uh, and like and a, like a surgical mask, like uh, a sick yeah, mask. Like, yeah, sick mask. Yeah, 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 to hide her face. But then also she has two bodyguards with her. Yes. Uh, and yeah, she comes in, like sits down with the the security guy. Yeah, the immigration guy. Yeah. And just starts, like, whining about how she's having a, an allergic reaction to these soba noodles. Uh, and the, one of the great line that's, like, her first line we see of her in person is, I like, yeah, people said that to me before, I look prettier in person. <laughs> right, he's just like, yeah, I, I didn't say I didn't say, say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, she basically yells at him for, like, what are you doing here at this noodle shop instead of, you know, doing your job? And he's like, I'm eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating dinner. I think he says I'm the only one. Right, yeah, he says they're they're understaffed at his uh, organization. Yeah. And it's just a lot of talking about, like, planning and, you know, all the government conspiracy that are going on this. And yeah, yeah. she ends it with going like, hey, I know you're friendly with Haruko. Knock that shit off and arrest her. Right. And then is this where we get his history with Haruko, or is that later? Yes. Yeah. So he's, like, looking down at his bowl and, like, thinking about Haruko, and we we get their backstory and why he knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Um, yeah, because he, like, has a totally different hairstyle, and... <laughs> yeah, he, like, so she is in, like, it's like a back-to-tank, but it's just yeah. a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of pipes uh, connected to it, and she's like naked, and it's like some kind of healing juice she's bathing in. Yeah. And he comes in and just like, I'm just here to see if your wounds are healing, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's talking very like sexually to him, and he eventually takes his pants off and starts to get into the tub with her, but she just wants to see what she can pull out of his head. Yeah, it's another. He is another victim of Horika. Right. Um, and 
And all she can get out of his head is like a uh, like a weird little laser gun that looks like a shark. Yes. It, it's another one of those jokes that where it's like, oh, you're so small and useless. Right. Um, I think where it kind of ends up, I don't hate it as much as like. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't just stop at, oh, you're small and useless. Yeah. This guy has a kind of actually nice arc over this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, as like, he's basically just Amaral, but I like him better. I, I like him better than I like Amaral, and I like how the show uses him better. Yeah, he is not just a joke character. Yeah. Like, he he can be a joke. Right. Like, with him trying to be, like, way too cool. <laughs> right, with, like, eating the ruined bowl of uh, soba. Yeah. Uh, but they're all at a playground. Right, and Kana is asking them for advice about what to do with Sasaki. Yes. Yeah. Mas- Masad is telling her she should just shove him down and mount him. Yeah. Which is very funny. Just because, like, also her delivery of it's impeccable. Like, and mount him! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, please, I need actual advice. Right, like, the whole time while she's saying this, Masan is just, like, clinging onto pets and, like, cuddling her. Yeah, and Pets just does, looks fucking frustrated. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, but Kana's like, no, friends need to help each other, and you need to help me right now. Right. Um, and while they're all talking, Sasaki pulls up on his bike and starts coming over, and all of the friends hide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, they kn- he knew that they were there. He knows that they are, like... <laughs> <laughs> right? They're not doing a good job of, like, hiding. No, uh-huh. Uh, but they're they are having their awkward conversation, right? Uh, on the and I, I there's a good visual joke here. Yeah, yeah. So like Sasaki is talking about like oh he, he just wanted to thank her for coming today to to support them, uh, and she wants to know like how he knew she'd be here, and he talks <laughs> about like well I asked around at school, and then I went to your house, and your parents said you. You know, spend time around here sometimes, so... And then her face just morphs into, like, this, like, ultra shoujo face. Yeah, like, 1980s shoujo, like, yeah. super big eyes, like, roses all over. It's so <laughs> like funny! Her, her hair gets, like, poofier. That's really good! <laughs> it's a really good gag! Yeah. And all of her friends are like, no, 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 that's creepy! <laughs> Uh, but they, like, he's trying to explain to her that, uh, there's nothing between him and Haruko. Yeah, um... And she, like, her friends are, like, holding up, like, they have, like, a drawing, like, a sketchbook that they keep writing messages in and holding up for her to see behind him. And also her face is staying with the shoujo right. face for, uh, like, a long time. Yeah, I think it stays like that until he mentions Haruko, and then it turns back to normal. yeah. Um, but, and also her voice acting changes. Yeah. Uh-huh, so it's, it's, like, more high-pitched and, like, cutesy. Yeah. But uh-huh. what she's saying is, he's asking her, like, oh, were you okay after the the ba- the basketball hit you? And she's like, well, it didn't hurt as much the time I got kicked in the face. Right. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and her friends are just like, no, no, bad. And what she says is, don't, they're just saying don't overshare. Yeah. <laughs> 
and yeah, she he mentions Haruko, and she immediately gets dour. Right. And she's just, he's just like, no, I, there's nothing between us. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm the, you know, the manager, so I have to always help people in pain. Right. And, and she's like, sure, sure. Right, and then it gets kind of like, the conversation hits a dead point. He clearly wants to say something else, and she's just like, looking to her friend, saying, what, what, what should I do? And they're telling her to go ahead and confess. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Uh, they've like crossed out all of like the like their thing, and it's just written in big red letters, fight. Yeah. Uh, her inno activates again, and she ends up headbutting him. Yeah. And running away again. Right. Which I assumed they were setting it up for his, he was going to have an NO thing happen to him, but they don't no. do that. No. Uh, yeah, it seems like only, like the only person currently who can do NO is uh, Kana. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I kind of like as a difference from yeah. Progressive where everyone had NO. Right. But yeah, she runs away clutching her head and... Uh, he just kind of sees that the her friends have just written nice job and held it up for him. Yeah, Pets is looking bummed. Masan is praying. Yeah. <laughs> and Hajiri has the thumbs up. He's just giving him a thumbs up. It's all great. I love yeah. him. Uh, uh, yeah, and Kana's just at home in her bedroom, like, sobbing. Yeah, the dad's still reading uh, newspaper stuff. Right, yeah, you never see the dad's face the entire time. It's so good. Uh, the brother comes in, on, and he's on his phone. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you need to come down for dinner. And he's kind of shitty to her. Right. And she asks, like, oh, yeah, I was going to ask, how's your girlfriend? And he goes, oh, she's great. We went to the beach. And he shows her that it's just, like, a dating sim on his phone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, buddy. <laughs> the face that she has, her reaction to it. It's, it's like, so good. It's like the anime equivalent of one of those, like, frames from Spongebob where it's, like, super high detailed and gross. It's a real Nichijou joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really fucking good. <laughs> Again, like, I'm just really, like, even with all of the shit with, in the last one with, uh, Harada, when she would be, like, weirdly into gore and get, like, horny. Uh Uh-huh. They never let her, like, her face get that morphed, like, get... Right. Have all of, like, the weird expressions that, like, Fully Cooly 1 did. Yeah. Like, Haruko can kind of do those. But it's just refreshing to see all of them, like, just being... <laughs> Definitely. Uh, weird goofballs that aren't worried to, like, have things look gross or weird with them. Right. Uh, they're having a, like, study time, and n- no one's doing anything. <laughs> uh, right. Jerry's twirling a pen around, and Pet is like, hey, let's trade. And it's... It's a brush pin... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a calligraphy pen. Yeah. <laughs> and Masan, it's just a little joke, but Masan just goes, interesting trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's no reason why Pets keeps making trades with her friends. No. None at all. Harahad's being weird again. Everyone's being weird about it. About Like, everyone's like, uh, except for Ida, who's crying still. Right. And Harada even isn't, uh, Satiri isn't even, like, reacting at this point. He's just, like, looking down at his desk. Yeah. 
but yeah, there it looks like Connell like failed whatever that poetry assignment was. Or at yes. least her paper is very marked up. Mm-hmm. And like I also like Harco is trying to do like her whole sexual in a window thing. Uh-huh. Where she's like, no, I think you need a thicker pencil. And he's like, no, oh, this yeah. is fine. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he is just trying to shut her down at every turn. Right. Like, he kind of realizes what... Like, he already knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But, like, he realizes, like, oh, I can't even give her, like, the <laughs> the time of day. Right. But, uh, yeah, Kana is yeah. very, very... Uh, angry and just is like flailing about yeah kind of flops onto uh pets lap and is just sort of flailing everywhere <laughs> it's cute <laughs> it is yeah uh hijiri kind of asks like why do you even like sasaki like he's not i mean he's he's kind of like you know quiet and you know he's i think she's literally calls him like soft yeah he's a soft boy <laughs> he's a soft god <laughs> uh but this is when we get the uh, like reveal that he has. I forgot what the disease is called, and I'm also not sure if it's a real disease. Yeah, I don't remember what they said. Uh, something, something apoptosis. But basically, what it is is that he has a nerve disorder, uh, where he used to be playing basketball a bunch, uh, yeah. and then this nerve disorder happened to him, and now he can't play basketball anymore. Right. And he, like, can't even exercise. Yeah, yeah. Pa- Which, here it is. Uh, per- paroxysmal kin- kinesogenic chorioaphytosis. Yeah. Which, again, yeah, I don't know if that's an actual condition or if they just slammed a bunch of medical terms together. Um, but I was, like, immediately, like, oh, that's, like, an actually interesting hook for that dude. Yeah, for sure. And I, I had messaged you, I DM'd you after you watched that ep- this episode, but I'm like, it's amazing that they made me care more about Sasaki than, uh, like, anyone in Progressive. Yeah, it's not like he's a deep character or anything, but they have, you know, something. Yeah, like, it's just, he has, a, like, a bit of a character, like, depth. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, this is a real condition. Okay. Uh, it's a hyperkinetic movement disorder characterized by attacks of involuntary movements, which are triggered by sudden voluntary movements. Mm. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, number of attacks can increase during puberty. Okay, yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. And Kana says, like, oh, when I was a kid, I was super sick all the time. Right. So so I, I understand how he feels and, like, I relate to him. And... Uh, Haruko comes in with the basketball and they stare down. <laughs> right, she wants to know where he is and they're like Kyle's like, I don't know why, why do you want to see him? And she says, well that doesn't concern you. And they both just like stare at each other and they're like glowing with like red and blue auras they're like crackling with electricity. It's a dragon ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, and like all of her friends behind her are just like, that's, that's a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, this is something we uh, I missed, but in one of the I I just was looking at my notes and I remembered and it really made me laugh. Uh-huh. But in one of the things where uh, they're showing off the sketchbook with all the writing on it, yeah, uh, one of Masan's faces is just an emoji. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I just think that's a good joke. It's <laughs> a good joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're staring off at each, at each other. Um. 
it's all ridiculous and funny. You see, like, everyone else's, like, the other friends are, like, not cowering, but, like... Right. They're doing the Dragon Ball thing of, like, what Krillin does on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's all very casual. Right. But Haruko walks off, and uh, all of her friends, like, give her a big group hug, like, hey, you know what? You you were the bigger person, because you, you know, you didn't start shit over this. Yeah. The one, yeah, don't throw the first punch against her. It's not worth it. And she's like, okay, I made up my mind. I'm going to do this. Right. So she goes to the gym where Sasaki is just kind of shooting hoops by himself. We see him, like, throw one, and then, like, it misses, and then he kind of, like, is holding his arm like it hurts. Yeah. And Kana's there, and she picks up the basketball. And also, I this is something I really liked. They just have a nice conversation. Yeah, they just go into, like, the storage room, and they're just hanging out and, like, talking. Yeah, like... After all this time of being like, man, I feel like weird about this. Like I don't like I like I just gotta confess my love to him. Yeah, it's nice to just go. No, just like I'm just gonna have a normal conversation with this dude and see where this goes. Right. Instead of it being some weird romance nonsense, it's just like no, I'm just going to yeah. Try. We're going to talk about basketball manga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I did look up. He's talking about Don Don Dunk, and I cannot find that. I don't know if they just made it up for this or. I, I think it's. Kind of based on that Slam Dunk manga. Yes, yeah, Slam Dunk is the one that I know of. Yes. I know that's the big basketball manga that, like, was hugely popular. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that is kind of what they're hinting at. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. With him saying it's a classic. Right. Um, But he kind of, like, has another, like, attack. Like, he has a pain face on him. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, sorry, it can also be triggered by me, my heart be racing right which then kind of like makes her blush because like oh his heart's racing yeah uh and they're just sort of sitting there quietly and she i'm trying to remember like she starts to try to she's like trying to like ask him out basically yeah and then a basketball goes through uh the open window uh yeah and they she knocks onto him like, falls she gets, under him. Yeah, it hits her in the head and, like, knocks her onto him. And there's a bunch of frames where you can see up her skirt because it's fully yeah. coolie and they had to yeah. ruin this nice moment. Yes. And it sucks. Yeah, it does. Like, you built... We were, we were just saying this is just a nice moment that we like. Yeah. And it, you had to be horny for a teenager and ruin it. Um, But, like, her head is glowing pink. Yeah, and she's, like, on har- top of him now. Mm-hmm. Haruko uh, and all the friends, and also the weird dude. Also the weird nose pig. Mm-hmm. Are just watching through the window. And, yeah, uh, they kind of look like they're they're ready to kiss, and she starts to, like, lean down to him, and he closes his eyes. Yeah. But she stops just short and says, like, I don't know, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. The, the, the like, spark that I was feeling before is gone. And, like, her, her forehead starts to, like, fade in color. Yeah. 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 Like, she, yeah, she's just like, no, I, I guess I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. I brought this up to you in between recording yeah. sessions. Do you think that Kana's asexual? I think that might be a way to read her, what her character is. I, I, Yeah, it's impossible to say what they intended, but, like, that seems like you can definitely take her that way. Mm-hmm. Like, the other two protagonists of this anime are very horny at times, 
And she clearly has, like, emotional relationships with people and has maybe romantic feelings, but she never seems sexually aroused. Yes. And, like, especially with this episode being over and over again, like, oh, Horeno is about to burst, but then, like, she runs away from it, or then in this... Like, she doesn't run away from it this time, it's just, no, this isn't right, I, this, uh, I'm not comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know, it's... That feels like you could take it that way. Yeah. I, like... It is not, like, solid enough to be like, yes, this is an asexual, like, asexual no. character. For sure. But it is a, like, very valid read of this character. Yeah. And also, I think it's just a good idea for Fully Cooly to, like, let's not make this one all about sexuality. Right, yeah. What if we talked about something other than teenage boners? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows? Um, but they all get blasted out when uh, the, ro- like, the... Robot pig man. Yeah. It kind of goes off, and <laughs> my son just told him her butt, saying, My butt, my butt, over again. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I like how yeah. Pets is just lying on the like, the hardwood floor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jerry's just all in a thing of basketballs. Oh, all fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the pig robot is like burst through the wall and has grabbed Sasaki, and it eats him. Yes. And it's gross. It's really gross. And then it turns into a bull robot. Yeah, it gets, like, taller and, like, turns metallic. And, yeah, it's it's now... It's uh, a monster now. Yes. I, I was going, it's, oh, it's the 1999 Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and they kind of understand that it, it, this has, like, taken Sasaki's, like, basketball powers... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really has Monstar here. It's literally a Space Jam situation. Yes. <laughs> um, but Haruka decides to fight it the only way it can. Basketball. Right, yeah. She, like, changes into a basketball outfit. Um, that, you know, like, the camera is very, like, focused on her butt for most of this. Yeah. I do uh, like the animation of this a lot. Yeah, it's it's very well animated as she's trying to, like, get around this robot to, to you know, dunk the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, even though she, like, isn't... I don't think dunking in the thing would win. Like, obviously, she's going a different way with this, but... Right. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, and, like, the the robot's too good of a guard, because it's got all of Sasaki's basketball talent inside of it. Mm -hmm. So instead, she jumps back to the three-point line, uh, and they think she's gonna shoot a three-pointer, but instead she jumps up as if to do a dunk from the three-point line. Mm -hmm. This was so Space Jam. I thought that the, he was going, that the <laughs> robot was going to grab her, and then she would stretch. God, if they did a Space Jam reference in this, uh, but she ends up dunking right on the robot. Yeah, she like smashes the basketball onto the robot's head and makes it explode. It's a cool animation of like the skull coming apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you just see, like, a red glowing orb bounce away from it, kind of like um, the gunshots from Conti in the original, yeah. and it, it turns into Sasaki. Mm. He's all covered in goop. And I do like him. He's, like, half passed out, and he just goes, basketball's great. Yeah, I, I wrote down the line, because, again, it's another thing where the uh, reading of it's really, really funny. Yeah. Where it's just him going... Basketball sure is the best. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
And everyone's just like, ugh, this, he, this dude's gross. Right. Uh, but Kaz is still staring at him like, huh. <laughs> yeah. So then it, it cuts to like the next day or whenever, and the two of them are just talking in a courtyard or something, uh, while all of her friends kind of watch from the doorway. And, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she's like, I, she, she's apologizing, and she's like, I made a mistake. I don't think we should go out. Yeah, she's like, I, you know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm ready for this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for kind of giving you mixed signals. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. And, like, she's friendly about it. Like, she's not, like... And she's just kind of like, like, right, I, well, like yeah. It's not that I don't like you. It's just I don't think I'm, I'm ready for this or if I like you in that particular way. Yeah. And uh, uh, she just walks away and he's just kind of left, like, oh, well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> like, he seems... Like, disappointed, but not crushed by this. Yeah. Like, what, what I think is a kind of very, like, realistic way of yeah. a relationship never really taking off. Mm-hmm. And she runs to catch up with her friends, and she's monologuing about how, like, she just wasn't ready for that kind of romance, and she thinks that the the spark that she'd been feeling before was really just she loves, like, her life and her friends right now, and she doesn't want it to ever change. Yeah, and every day is going to be the same. Which, it's interesting, like, because this show is fairly well written, because, uh, it, it like, what she's saying in these episodes completely contradicts what she said in the first episode, in a way that feels, like, deliberate to me. Yes. Where she was complaining that every day is exactly the same. But it's like, now that she is confronted with the idea that it could change, suddenly she's just completely filled with anxiety by that idea. Yeah, like, she just really wants the status quo. She just wants her friends to only, like, to hang out and have yeah. fun and just be good chums together. Right. She, like, she wants to be, like, bored and just kind of normal every day. And yes. It, like... She wants to be able to complain about how nothing ever changes ever. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Nope. It's change is coming for you whether you want it or not. Yeah. Hey, remember when we said that'd be a good way to go with a Domi and like have her headphones just break without her wanting them to? Yeah. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> Both what? a better character. Why they fuck fuck up so bad the first time I don't know <laughs> it's so confusing uh, but we cut to the mall we do uh, and uh, the mall activates and yeah, all kind of, of like, like the outer scaffolding of it falls away as like air raid sirens go off and spotlights turn on to reveal that it's it's been the medical mechanica plant all, all along yeah it's just a big iron yeah and like it was like a, it's a real like oh shit moment. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and again, it's it's literally a cut from being like it just made me realize that I just wanted everything to always stay the same. Smash cut to an air raid siren. Yeah, like the exact thing of like what plays right before that happens is she's like everything can stay the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's not an incredible like no one no. is you know Dramatic irony is a very common thing. <laughs> irony. Because yeah. it's, it's an iron. Because <laughs> iron. <laughs> uh, but. I don't know. It Dr- just... Dramatic irony is when a giant iron shows up dramatically. <laughs> yes. Um, no, like I said, not 
changing the world with anything, but no. it's just a, well done. It's just well executed. Yeah. Um, good episode. Good episode. Again, like, there's about maybe, I don't know, ten frames where they just needlessly sexualize a teenager. Yeah. And that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. But other than that, really liked it. Yes. Um, like, I, this, this show is basically four for four. Yeah. Uh, now we're into episode five. Shake it off. Shake it off. The Taylor Swift song. She, the pillows mainly score this one, but this one's all Taylor Swift songs. Oh, are all the titles, uh, Taylor Swift songs? No, this is, that's a joke. I don't know. What do you want from me? Because she has a hit song called Shake It Off. I, yeah, I, for all I knew, she might have also had a hit song called Pit-A-Pat. That well, does sound like her. That does. How would I know? <laughs> uh, but we open with Baby Kana. We got a little Baby Kana. My notes are this are Baby Kana with five exclamation points and then Baby Kana with a bunch of sad faces. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's like two kids her age or maybe like slightly older like walking past her and talking about like this cool flower hair clip that kind of looks like the one she has in present times yeah. and she tries to insert herself into that conversation and they just ignore her yeah and uh she's just very sad that she's yeah. alone and she starts just like walking away alone and then a little baby pets comes up behind her and just says hello yeah I'm like oh baby pets baby pets and it looks like all this looks very much softer, like... Yeah. In a way, like... Like... Oh, it is looking through this, like, the past with, like, rose-colored glasses. Right. It is, like, this is this beautiful moment. This was when me and my best friend met. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I'm looking at the title card now that I didn't really, like, study too close the first time. It's good. It's good. Because it's, it's, uh, it is, like, a girl next to a chair on, like, some planet, and you mm. can see, like, a the, the skyline of a town nearby, and she's looking up at the Earth. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, so it is... They're at the pool. Yeah. At school. Pool school. Pool school. I did have a moment of... I, like, once I realized, like, who, the, it, who it was, it was easy to tell in part, but for a second with all their hair hidden. Yeah. I was like, wait, who... Yeah, uh, uh, Pets and Kana can be a little hard to tell apart. Yeah, Kana's the real difficult one for me. Pets, you can kind of tell, because one, she's always on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, once you're in the episode, yeah. And she's got, like, the kind of bags under her eyes. Right. Um, yeah, they're all playing in the swimming pool while she's just sort of sitting with her feet in the pool. Yeah. Uh... And so they're all having fun. Uh, Masan pops out of the water. And she goes, like, it's a walrus. And she makes a funny face, like a right. walrus. Well, she, she makes a funny face and goes, actually, I was going for manatee. And then she's got a manatee face. Again, yeah. good jokes. Good good, good stuff. Uh, and they're just having fun. Yeah, they're just having a fun time. Uh, Sasaki is giving Ida a massage that he's or like, probably rubbing lotion on him, but he's really into it. Yes. Ida is loving this. Uh, I did see, I, I was, like, looking up some people's, like, reactions and reviews of this series yeah. after I'd watched this yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, and there are definitely people who think that Ida is, has a crush on Yeah, I, like, the second I stopped talking, I realized that that's what the, what it was and felt very yeah. stupid for not realizing it sooner. Yeah. 
Like, that's why he's trying to make him take his shirt off. That's why he's so crushed when Haruko's there. Yeah, like, and also why for, like, the rest of the series, why they're always together. Yep, that is what's happening. Yeah. For, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> uh, he seems like a douchebag, but I don't know. Hey, you know what? Sasaki's a nice boy. Maybe he'll uh, he'll even him out. Yeah, but Pets is looking bummed. Pets is looking real depressed. Yeah. Um, the teacher is in, like a speedo and is having like a like a a drink like a, like a cocktail. Right. He's treating this like a day at the beach or something. Yeah. Like at a resort. Uh, and I think you're hearing people, like, talking over about, like, there's rumors that, like... The uh, Earth is, like, going to disappear, that there's something yeah. up with the, like, the irons that are appearing all around, that the Earth is getting hotter. Yeah, you're getting all these, yeah, all this discussion about how, like, this is this weird, unprecedented heat wave. It's weird, it's, like, really hot all over the globe, like, the globe is warming. Yeah. Like, Weird. Like, I, like, this was, again, like, oh, they're just going to do global warming. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, in a way that... Yeah. Uh, like, it goes with what they're going, because, like, you know, irons make it hot, obviously. Yeah, they're implying that, like, it's being caused by the irons all just, like, pouring out steam to heat up the atmosphere. Yeah. But, like... They know what they're doing when they're having a whole thing where people, rich people are leaving the earth because of the, the climate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the immigration guy is in his office alone eating some noodles. Oh, I just noticed that the soba dude, because he's also complaining. Yeah. Uh, is wearing fucking Crocs. <laughs> he is wearing Crocs, that's true. And he's like, oh, it's so humid. It's like we're all noodles getting steamed. <laughs> And he's like, uh, is this what he says? I'm thinking about cold noodles. Uh, the the immigration guy says something about cold noodles soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah he's this- watching the news with the prime minister again, and they're like the audience is interrogating her about these rumors that like, hey, is the world ending? Hey, are those aliens? Hey. Aliens? What's yeah, going on? Aliens? Are you abandoning us? And like, she is completely like the facade is starting to crack with her. Where like she's not pulling off the. She's just, like, saying random politician-type sound bites that don't make sense. And then she just runs off, and then he immediately gets a call from her. Right, where she's yelling at him. And her biggest problem is, like, this is awful, I'm sweating too much, like, look at my pits. Right, he's like, you know, you could just get some deodorant. Uh, but she is, like, complaining. She, like, pulls out a photo of Haruko and says, like, this is her fault, isn't it? She made them yeah. mad at us. He's like, I I mean, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe, but also I think this was just their plan all along. Yeah, and uh, is this where, like, she, like, tells him that he needs to be, like, in talks with their representative? And he's like, they don't have a representative. They're, yeah, like, like, they're a formless, like, no one knows who they are or where they come from. They just iron out planets. Yeah, they, that, that, that is just all their purpose is, is to iron out planets. Yeah. Again, I, I like this dude. He's... Yeah. For uh, all of like the stuff going on, like he is such a much better version of the characters that they've... The like immigration officers they've had in the last two seasons. For sure. Um, but yeah, he says... 
Oh man, I should have got these cold. Now they're soggy. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the pool, they're playing uh, beach volleyball. Yeah. Uh, with like a blow ball. I think they're playing as with using Harko as the net. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Harko yeah. is just like floating in the water, complaining about the heat, while the ball just keeps going back and forth over her head. Mm-hmm. And eventually, she just like jumps up and starts playing with them. Yeah. Because. Pe- uh, yeah, she hits it and it goes right for where Pets was, but Pets is gone. Yeah, and it's yeah, everyone's like, "Wait, where did Pets go? Did she have enough swimming? What happened?" Yeah, like I guess she just decided to leave. Yeah, like I guess you know she was done, uh, and a big cloud like takes over the and like blocks out the sun. Yeah, and they're like, "Ah, it's calculus," but yeah, I get. I don't know if anything's gonna actually happen. <laughs> Right. Uh, and yeah, so they go back to class and they notice that she's not here still. Mm-hmm. And Ida, who's like wearing a facial mask, yeah, uh, just points out that uh, like, oh well, yeah, her family's like super rich, so they're probably leaving for Mars. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the all the rich people that are abandoning us. And she, this is totally new to uh, Kana. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Kana had no idea that Pets was, like, wealthy. Mm. Uh, Masan has, like, a kind of cool updo. But yeah. when, like, they're, like, uh, Hajiri and Masan are mad that they're implying that Pets would abandon them. Yeah. And she's gonna go, like, like answer me, I'll put big game in your face. <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds uh, good. Th- yeah, it sounds great. Uh, they're like, yeah, you're a jerk. I do. And- like, there's some point where... I think it's last episode, actually, when they're in the gym, and Masan just goes, man, it's hot as balls. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's her last one. <laughs> yeah, Masan's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they're like... Kana's like, wait, she's rich? And they're like, what? Have and you, you known kinda- her since elementary school? How do you not know that? Yeah, like, her dad's like a really famous government f- official. Like... Like yeah. it, it, everyone else seems to know this except Kana. Yeah, and Kana is kind of taken aback that she didn't know this. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, the school has closed because they cut it short because it's too hot. Yeah, and or the world's ending, so like you don't. Who cares? Anymore? Yeah, like fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Haruko has just like a cartoon, like a like an old fashioned TNT detonator. Yeah. That she's rigged up to the medical mechanica plant. And she's and, like Yeah. Talking in a weird like prospector voice. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Alright, on the count of three. One, two, yeah. Um uh, but the immigration guy shows up and like takes out the gun she pulled out of his head and yeah. uh points it at her. And, and uh, she's yeah. like kind of mocking him, like, oh, you're the mall bureaucrat. You're like, even wearing a suit in this heat. Yeah. Uh, he talks about how, like, you really need to stop doing anything to agitate Medical Mechanica. We can't do anything about this. Like, they're, we're powerless about this. And you're just making the situation worse. And it's just, again, if the, like, following the metaphor here, boy, it's, 
<laughs> it's very depressing. Like, oh yeah, don't try anything. It's don't. It's hopeless. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Haruko's plan is dumb, but she's the only one who's like making any attempt to do anything. Yeah. And she, he ends up shooting the detonator with the yeah. gun. He, yeah, he doesn't even let her try her bad plan. No. Ugh, yeah. A lot of this episode, I was just like, oh, man, we're all gonna die. It's, it's a bummer of an episode in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think a bad bummer, necessarily. No. No. Because I think it's a very realistic bummer. Yeah, it's just... God. Actually, the world's gonna be a worse place. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna do anything about it. Yeah! The only people who care about doing anything about it don't have any power to. Yeah! It sucks! Mm-hmm. So, they, yeah, they have a conversation about, like, yeah, this is this is it. Like, it, it doesn't matter what we would do, we could do- drop a nuclear bomb on this thing, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. They confirm, finally, like, it's been talked about for a lot, but, yeah, like, people are leaving the Earth. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to, uh, Kana's line app where she is just texting pets. Right, yeah. Trying to, to get a hold of her, figure out where she is. And as she's doing this, like, a fan, like, a Cadillac drives past her. Mm-hmm. And then she sees that it, like, stops ahead of her. And yeah. a woman kind of pokes her head out of the window and asks her, like, hey, do you go to such and such high school? Something I, I actually really liked is just the shot of... All the unanswered, unread text on yeah. the crack screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she basically asks, "Hey, are, are you Kana? Uh, I'm Pets's mom. Why don't you yeah. get in?" And her mom is like in a like kimono, like in very traditional dress. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so she basically just says like. You know, they they haven't heard from pets, and they, they're trying to find her. Yeah. So, like, Kana's like, okay, this is bad, but, like, at least people are looking for her. Like, it's not just me. Right. But she asks her uh, if she's going to Mars. Mm-hmm. And... She just doesn't get an answer. Yeah. She just... Yeah. Uh, and they get to their house, which is, like, you know, very big and nice. It's this very big traditional Japanese house. Yeah. And uh, her mom is going to show her Pets' room. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe and there's some clues in here that they can find to find her. And the music here is so, like, unsettling. The energy, as soon as they get into Pets' room, is immediately just super, like, it's tense, but in a way that it's hard to, like, put your finger on like what's gonna go wrong here like like, something's wrong yeah this is weird and bad but i don't know how like is the mama medica mechanica robot is this like yeah because it almost like it is not nearly as like extreme but it gives off the same vibe as that scene of nauta with his robot dad yes yes that yeah because they open her room and there's like it's barren yeah, there is there, nothing. She doesn't have any. Yeah, her mom says she doesn't have any stuffed animals. She doesn't have any like posters or like idols or right. And kind of points any, out like, yeah, that's like not even the beginning of it because it's practically a completely unoccupied room. Yeah, there's like two cabinets in here and nothing else. Like there's a cabinet, a bed, and a desk. That is it. Is there even a bed? Yeah, there is. I okay. I, 
let me make sure that it's but yeah like it, it's just this very uncomfortable no there isn't a bed you're right there's no bed there's just two cabinets and a, and a, a desk. desk yeah I mean sleeping on the floor is much more of a common thing in Japan yeah but there would at least be like bedding wouldn't there sometimes I, I they guess put maybe that I in the know. in the like a cabinet like in a closet okay which it seems she has maybe that's more what it is then that may be more what it is but it goes into giving this room a barren look right it's very much like i'm i'm sorry to do this but i have to because i'm never gonna get this opportunity again that's fair in metal gear solid 2 mm-hmm. you know you play as raiden the whole time who's like this soldier and you sort of slowly learn more and more about him, about how he was, like, raised in... Not raised, but, like, he was completely yeah. trained in VR missions that was all mm-hmm. based on, like, Metal Gear Solid 1. And, like, his main, like, radio support is his uh, girlfriend, who's, like, the whole time she's, like, teasing him about, like, oh, do you remember what tomorrow is? And, like, it's obviously their anniversary, but he's too much of a dumb shit to remember that. Mm-hmm. And then, like three-fourths of the way through the game, when you go to save your game, uh, you suddenly get this huge conversation where she decides she needs to have a talk with him because of one time when she went to his apartment and, like, he never lets her into her into his bedroom. And that's always, like, seemed so weird to her. Mm-hmm. So one time she forced her way in and it was just... There was just a single bed on like a metal bed frame and nothing else in there. And it like creeped her out that he doesn't have any decorations in his bedroom and he's like there's like nothing inside of him. Yeah. Like there's he's not he doesn't have any like feelings to express through his home decoration. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the It's like one of those like photos on like those Twitter accounts making fun of like men's apartments. Yes. Where it's like, I have a, a metal folding chair and an HD TV to play video games on. Yeah, like the, the best one of those are always, like, I bought this very expensive thing, and then all of my other, like... Like, I have, like... Not even, like, I bought the, like, but, like... You can obviously see, like, that this person cares about, like, entertainment. Yeah. And then all of the other furniture is ugly. Yeah. But, like, yeah, this is just, like... Oh, no. Like, I'm like, this... Well, this is, as we're going to find out, this is less that, like, Pets doesn't have anything to express of herself, and more yes. that she is in a, like, she is a child of a deeply abusive family. Yes. Um, Because, like, the one decoration in here is a photo uh, of Pets and Kana from when they were kids. Before we even get to that, like... The mom says, oh, this is how my husband prefer things. He's right. rarely ever home, though, so, like, I don't, you know, so he doesn't really see it. Right, and kind of like, oh, that's weird. Pets talks about her dad all the time. Yeah, like, all the, like, goofy, weird stuff that he does. Yeah, and, oh, right, because she told that story about him, like, slurping the eggs off his plate. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Uh, and she just says, oh, well, I guess she just must be making up stories to try and fit in with you guys. It's just like, oh no. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. It really recontextualizes everything that Pets has done. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're gonna get like more recontextualization of everything that's yep. been happening. Yep. But it just is like it's just this moment of this feeling of someone I know was in a really bad situation and I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. 
in like a way that is just really upsetting. Right. In a way that it is like meant to be upsetting. There's like a lot of things in this show in these shows that are upsetting that are just like, oh, you don't need to do this. Yeah. To use an example that's not Metal Gear, that's relevant to this podcast, it's very similar to when Shinji first goes to Ray's apartment. And it's yeah. not like dingy and gross like that, but it's the same feeling of like why why is this so like desolate? Yeah. And that was giving like hints of what Ray is all about. Right. By framing this into be about abuse and about Yeah. Her very controlling father, and that the only thing of like pet's personality is a childhood photo of the two of them. Right. Just and like even then, like that's only there because it's the only photo of pets they have. Because she doesn't like having her picture taken. Yeah, it's just such a. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and her mom finally says, like, basically, she reveals she brought her here because she knows full well, like, obviously, like, pets keeps this picture out. You two are good friends. You know where she is, and you need to tell me right now. Yeah, like, you need to tell me right now, or I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. And it's... Well, yeah, that's where it eventually... Because Kyle's like, I don't know. And she keeps pushing her, and eventually starts saying, like, you don't, my, I'm going to be in so much trouble with my husband if we don't get this solved. In a way that, like, oh, jeez. Yeah, it, like, it's not shy about... It is not in a way that I think is, like, exploitative or, like... No. Like you are not seeing a woman beat on screen for any of this. Right, and it's not even clear that, like, he's physically abusive. No, but like, it is just making it very clear that yeah. this is fucked, that this is a horrible situation, and that this person has been broken. Right, she's, like, grabbing Kana by the shoulders and shaking her, like, yelling at her, like, why won't you tell me where she is? Like, the idea that she doesn't know, just, like, she doesn't accept that possibility. And her, like, face gets, like, super well, like, more well animated, but, like, yeah. her hair's a mess, and, like, her eyes aren't, like, level anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like, no, this is, this is so bad. This is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a really well done scene for how it just, like, ratchets up from, like, the initial sense of, like, weird unease to this, like, super... Mm-hmm. Tense, like terrible moment, without and anything actually like happening on screen, just through implication, you know. Yes, it's a really well done scene. Yeah, and I really love it. Just didn't kind of hit me till now. Like, Connor runs away, and the mom doesn't even chase her. Yeah, yeah, she just kind of stares at her blankly. Like she, she just already knows that like it's done. Like this is right. Well, Connor uh, starts running away and sees the car coming and she thinks she's being chased. Well, she twists her ankle. Oh, right. Yeah, she twists her ankle and sees the car coming. Yes. Uh, and the car almost hits her, but stops. Uh, but it's not the mom or, like, a bodyguard or something. It is Haruko. Yeah, Haruko has stolen this car. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she just kind of pressures Kana to get in. And, uh, Kana's just sort of Understandably quiet and, uh, you know, just really ruminating on the things she's just learned about her friend. Yeah. Like, Haruko is doing a weird Mad Max reference. She, well, she, like, rips the steering wheel off and starts ranting about how cool this V8 car is. 
Yeah, because they did that in Mad Max, the War Boys. Well, yeah, because that was the thing where, like, yeah, you instead of having a key to the car or whatever, you just have, like, a wheel you plugged into it. But they would also chant V8. Oh, did they? Okay, I forgot that. And they had, like, this a hand symbol for the V8. Okay, okay. Kana asks, like, why did you decide to help me? And Horgan goes, like, I'm not helping you. Everyone does something. Everyone does things just for themselves. Yeah. And Uh, Kana's just, like, like, superimposed over Kana is just a bunch of clips of, like, all of her friends together. Like, Pets is in these scenes, but it's not pet scenes, you know? Yeah, it's a really well done, because it... We're just seeing the reflection of the town on her. Yeah. And then, like, a pole goes by, and as that pole goes by, it there's a reflection over her of all of these scenes. Yeah, and she's just sort of monologuing about how, like, she thought she understood her friends, and she didn't. Like, her entire, like, like the all of her understandings were based on lies, and she doesn't really know someone that she considers a very close friend. Yeah. Like, she, she is learning that the the pets that she has known for the majority of her life is not... is a front. Is, yeah. And, like, uh, for a very reasonable thing. Like, right. It, it makes sense why pets would try to escape from that. Yeah, yeah. And we see pets, and she's at the community center, which, you know, that they had fun there. Yeah, yeah, she's just walking through the rubble of it, because, you know, it's still destroyed by a pin. Yeah, and she's just picking up various, like, little keepsakes. Yeah, and she sees Uh, a chunk of the robot that, like, they fought there. Also, she finds Kana's college sheet that she never filled out. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, she finds a chunk of the robot and tries to pick it up, and I like... That she fails a few times to, like, <laughs> she, like, touches it and takes a swipe at it, but then, like, has to, like, lean down more. To... <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a good little animation touch where, like, she doesn't bend down quite far enough to get it. Yeah, but she throws it and it ends up reactivating. Yeah, it, like, it's... wakes up and it's a tiny little lip monster. Yeah, this Wait, is so not our... as cute as any of the dogs that we've seen before. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what, because, so, this one's, like, lips. The one from the last episode was a nose. Were the other two, like, facial features? Um, hmm. What were the other two? I'm trying to remember. Uh, well, no, one was, uh, Bumblebee. Yeah, one was Bumblebee, and the other one was the TV head. Right, okay, so, th- I guess that's not the theme. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this one has as much of a theme as the first one does. It is weird that two of them follow a theme, and then the other two are just kind of random. Yeah, I mean, like, body parts is a kind of ongoing thing with this. Sure. Uh, but it starts eating more and more and more until eventually it turns into a giant hand. Yeah, it basically, like, manages to find some, like, exposed cables and just sucks on them like spaghetti. Yeah, and... or, like, soba. Uh-huh. Uh, and Pets has been, like, caught up in the cables and is, like, the core of this. Yeah, she's, like, trapped in the in the cabling. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, but the giant hand starts moving towards the iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a good sense of scale as this as it, like, walks over the city. Yeah, yeah, like, you see the, the soba shop guy, like, looking up at it as it, like, steps over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Harko jumps in on the car, which is now flying! <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. 
and they like run into there's like a kind of kaiju looking head on it. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's a hand, but it's like there's little feet coming out of the wrist, and then like all of the like one of the fingers is a head. Yeah, and then at the center of it is the mouth with yeah, pet yeah. right pets right above that. Mm. Uh, and Haruko is getting her ass beat. Yeah, she's not doing well against this thing. Again, like, this is something we talked about, like, that Haruko in this one seems, like, just older. Well, yeah, and they, like, address that in the next episode. Yes. Uh, so they land, they land the top of the mouth, Haruko's getting beat the fuck up, and Kana's trying to get pets out. Yeah, she's, like, trying to tear the cabling apart to free her, but, like, it's, it's all stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the immigration guy comes up with a line of tanks, and, uh... The Prime Minister is, like, talking to him by walkie-talkie. He's like, hey, are, can you stop this thing? He goes, well, I'm going to try to, but best-case scenario, we're only going to stop it for a couple seconds. Yeah. And the Prime Minister's like, "What? what what's the, even the point of trying, then? He goes, well, there isn't one, but we're gonna. Again, a bummer, but, like, at least he has now gotten to the point of, like, no, we're, we got to do something. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, the Prime Minister just ditches for the launch site of all the rockets. Yeah. Uh, he misses yeah. the Master Cannon, which I've never... I don't think that's a thing. I don't think it is. He says a lot of jargon in these two episodes. Yeah. That just He just kind of says words that don't mean anything, and everyone's just kind of like, what? Yeah. Um, maybe he meant Conti or something? Yeah, maybe. Uh... Uh, yeah, that makes the most sense, probably. Yeah. Uh, Harko gets a good hit in, but then a bunch of cables shoot out. Yeah. And, like, she's trying, like, she does a Tarzan swing on it. Right. And then ends up just getting eaten. Well, it's because the, tar- the Tarzan swing just kind of tapers off as she realizes she's just swinging into its mouth. <laughs> she's like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, but then she <laughs> finds his gross, gross teeth. Yeah, and starts talking about how it needs to brush more often, and, and starts ripping its teeth out. Which is fucked. Yeah. Because uh, it's all, like, purple blood and, like... Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, I did it, and then it just fires a fire blast at her. Yeah. Uh, Again, just her getting fucking destroyed. Yeah. Pets has just been watching kind of, like, vacantly while Kana tries to free her. Yeah. Uh, and Kana asks her, like, hey, are, are you really going to Mars? Why, why didn't you tell me at all? Yeah. Uh, and she's saying, I'm your friend. If something's bothering you, you tell me. Like, you know, that's what friends do. Like, I need yeah. to know about this. Yeah. And that's when Pets kind of loses it. Yeah, Pets calls her annoying. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kana just kind of is, is taken aback. And Pat says, like, all you ever tell you is, like, uh, friends, the friendship, blah, 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 You know, why can't you understand that all you ever do is, like, interfere with people's lives? And it's like, she's going back through the last couple episodes and be like, you just keep butting into other people's business without them asking you to. Without understanding what they want. And making things worse. Yeah. Because it's more important to you that you can convince yourself you're a good friend than to actually be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she she didn't care when Hajiri, like, was messed up at the karaoke place. Right. She only cared when she was like, no, I don't want you to break up. Yeah, or like, 
yeah, remember how Mosan yelled at you because you didn't, like, think about what she wanted? Mm. Uh, and then she also points out, like, hey, did you know I also had a crush on Sasaki? But yeah, you never like, shut up about how much you had a crush on him, so I just didn't say anything. And then when you finally got together with him, you just ditched him. Yeah, you just threw like, him away. I could have been dating him for years, but I didn't because you wanted to date him. And, like, the second you get any close to it, it's just not, he's not good enough anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, kind of, like, tries to apologize, and is like, I don't care if you're sorry i want you to fix it i want you to be better yeah and oh it's this is man <laughs> yeah it's oh wow uh-huh and like they're both crying at this point and then uh haruko like lands a hit on the hand that knocks kana off of like her footing and she finally well, managed to pull away some of the cabling go ahead i, I was gonna say the the most devastating line happens. oh yeah yeah, yeah. In between that, which is, while they're crying, Pets just goes, I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I said hi to you. Yeah. Yeah, talking like, about, I like, d- when they first met as kids. Yeah, like, I don't know why I became your friend. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> well, and, like, this is obviously, like, yes, her grievances are, like, sincere, but it's also obviously she is going way harder than she probably really sincerely means because she's like angry and emotional yeah like that this she is in a bad spot and like emotionally physically and like it's proven that she does actually care about kana when right kana yeah as you said some of the cables get undone kana's grip falls and she starts falling yeah and pets immediately reaches out for her Exactly, yeah. yeah. Pets breaks the cables trying to get to her. Right. Well, and also, like, with how fucked up her home situation is, the one exception to her dad's rules about the house is a picture of Kana. Yeah. Like, it is clear that she does care about her. It's just she's been being shitty lately, and she's upset, and she's being... yeah Again, yeah, she's lashing out about it. Yeah. In a way that feels very... Like, realistic. Yeah. And especially that, like, she must have known that Kana would figure, would find out at some point, right? Right. That she was in this, that her parents are rich, that she was in this situation. Right. And Kana's first reaction when they meet after that is, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't I know about this? Right, exactly. Which, it's not, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. It's not... Like, I, I do think that Kana wants to be a good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, her interfering with Masan and her trying to interfere with Miss Jiri is, like, stuff that she thinks is doing good. But She wants to be a good friend, but she also wants to be seen and thought of as a good friend. Yes. And she, like, she's almost a little offended that Pets has denied her the ability to act that way for her. Yes, that, like... Pets is going, no, you can't, you're not a good friend just for saying it, for ju- just for interfering, just right. for saying you love me and you care about me. Which, like, that came up, that came up during the rap musical number in the third episode. Yes. That I didn't like very much, but the thrust of it was Haruko, like, basically accusing Kana of the same thing. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you care about your friends, but you, you're really kind of helping them as an ego boost for you. 
And I wrote that this is an interesting... It's an interesting lens to look through this when you look through it as Kana's the main character. Everything's supposed to revolve around her. Yeah. But and that's then, not how things work. Right. And when we talked about, like, you know, it takes a long time for Pets to get her spotlight episode. And when it does, it's not really about Pets. She's not in most of it. Yeah. But it uses that in a way that is, like, effective. Right. It's about, hey, how come Pets isn't in more of this? Yeah, it's because she's withdrawn because of very reasonable reasons. And it's because Kana, while she cares about her, doesn't care enough. Yeah, it's it's very much, you know, because of the way this anime works, her three friends are kind of uh, portrayed as just a like, singular, like, just collective of just, oh, those are the friends. Like, I've called them that multiple times yes, when we're we, talking about uh, this. Yeah. We're like, and they only get to elevate from that status to being their own people. They each get one episode. Whereas Kana gets to be a full person at all times because she's the yes. main character. And, and Pets they, is pointing out that this is a fucked way of framing her life. Yes, and that they can only become full people by interacting with Kana. Yeah. And by Kana interact with them and helping them right and it's like i was not prepared for this no it's it's really well done it's such an effective way of turning this slice of life anime on its head yeah and making it something like like the best of fully kind of poked at anime Sure. And, like, how ridiculous it could be and how... And trying to use that ridiculousness to say something. Yeah. And this is one of the first times I think it really just fucking nails it. I agree. Yes. That, like, it, the stories in this so good, like, and... You know, I'm just repeating ourselves at this point, but it's just... This turn that, like, not only recontextualizes, like, Kana, but like, it recontextualizes the entire series up to this point. Right. And it's such a smart move. Well, and, like, on, like, a narrative construction level, this whole conflict is about there has been this constant, slow-boiling conflict that Kana has been basically willfully ignorant to until it's reached a point where there's nothing she can do about it. And this whole episode is about global warming. Yes. (laughs) Like, it's well done. (laughs) Where were these writers? <laughs> Where were these writers? <laughs> it's good. They did a good job this time, and I don't get why they did a bad job last time. Oh, man. And Pets doesn't reach Kana. Which yeah. also is like important to all of this. Right. And, uh, yeah, so Kana is just falling through the air, uh, just in free fall. And, and she uh, screams, like, don't go. Right, and this is finally the thing that makes her N.O. go off. After Haruko tried, like, every gross pedophile trick she had in the book last time to make it happen. Yes. These feelings of, like, platonic friendship, or at least, you know, it's portrayed as platonic friendship. You could maybe mm-hmm. read into it something more if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, that's what sets it off and wakes up her power, and she just absorbs the entire hand. Yes. That's, like, you know, 
the only other thing we've seen do that is Adamisk. Yeah. Like, she is... It's made clear that she's incredibly powerful. Yes. And it... Like, but there's also, like, something to say, like, that her solution to the problem is just to make it go away. <laughs> well, yes, also that, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and then she kind of has a dream sequence where, like, she flashes back to that scene from the beginning when they were little kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, seeing, like, oh, yeah, like, they're friends. Like, like Pets is like, oh, you want to walk home together? Yeah, and, and Pets is explaining where her nickname comes from, which I assume makes more sense in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, and she asks Kana if she has a nickname, and Kana's just kind of sad kid, still like, oh no, I've never <laughs> had a nickname. Yeah, I don't know enough people to have a nickname. And uh, She's like, oh, you're Kana Kum- uh, Kumoto, so you're... Uh, and then you hear adult, like, teenage pets. Yeah. Uh, like, Say, yeah, it was Kanaboon. Kanaboon. And uh, Kana wakes up on a beach, and Majiri and Masan are here along with pets. Yeah. And I was gonna... I was feeling real mad <laughs> at this anime. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, man, you just had this great emotional... Oh, you were doing so good. <laughs> why, are you, why are you blowing it? Because what happens, she, like, wakes up and... and like, Pets uh, immediately apologizes, like, oh, like, I'm sorry that I, <laughs> like, wasn't, you know, telling you guys that I was going to leave, but I'm going to stay. Right. And I, I'm, I'm sorry I said all those mean things to you. Like, uh, I, like I didn't mean them. <laughs> right, but no, I, you know, we're going to stay, I'm, I'm going to stay here and, and spend a little more time with you guys. And uh, it just felt like, what, like... That moment where, like, they reached out for each other, like, that's that's all it took to immediately fix all of these issues? What? Here's... Mm, this this sucks. Yeah, it, it is just, like, the most cutesy, like, ah, and everything ended up okay. Right. And, like, Pets' last line in the scene is, I always want to be near you. Yeah. And Kana, like, starts crying and smiles, and it fades to white. And then you see that this was still part of the dream sequence, and Kana is passed out in a pile of rubble outside of the Medical Mechanica plant. Oh, that that shot is so brutal. Yeah. It's like, just like, oh, this is... Because Kana is just, like, standing over her, and very clearly does not feel the way Kana is imagining that she's feeling. No. She's... Yeah. She has the deadest eyes. Like, before Kana uh, pet's dead eyes were, like kind of funny. Right. And in this, she's just gone. Yeah. And she just kind of is staring down at Kana. And then and, she bends yeah. down and uh, takes off the pin that she gave Kana. Yeah, like she takes off her hairpin and then takes off Kana's hairpin and like puts her hairpin in Kana's pocket and sticks her pin in Kana, uh, Kana's pin in her pocket. Yeah. And it starts to walk away, and Haruko's like, is that really what you want to do? And Pets does not answer her. No. Just keeps walking. And, like, her hair is, like, in front of her face now, because yeah. she doesn't have the pin. And, and, yeah, like, the last shot is Kana still laying in the rubble, not waking up. No, and, like, crying, but with, like, a smile on her face. And right, because she's still in that shitty ending. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm like... It's a bummer, but I'm so glad. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I, it's just, man, the, it's very well done. Yeah, it's, I was, like, really, like, unprepared for, I had to, like, think about that moment for a long time. Yeah. Of, like, okay, like, what, what do I think of all of this? <laughs> right, right. Because it is such a, like, oof. Yeah. Just, yeah, great episode. Great episode. Again, five for five. Five for five. Like, the worst one has been three, and it's still pretty good. Yeah. Like, three, like, it is just because of this a bad running joke they have. Well, bad running joke, and the part where they all get naked, and... Yeah. I still don't like the rap number. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it, oh, so, last episode, full flat. Full flat. Opens up with, I think I can playing... Uh, uh, yeah, it's playing I Think I Can, yeah. Yeah, which is, like, you know, that's a very iconic piece from yeah. the original, and I love the use of it here. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> because Haruko is facing evil Conti. Right, it's, it's a, like, a black Conti with, like, a ragged cape, and it's got, like, a sword dug into its head. Yeah, and it's... Like, I don't know if Haruko did that before the episode started, or if that's just part of this thing's look. Yeah, but it it looks like a like punk like uh Conti and we see that she has like she's wearing a construction uniform. Right, cuz she has like a giant like industrial drill trying to drill through the medical mechanica plant. And it's not doing anything. No, not at all. Uh, uh and eventually uh Conti knocks her into it and like uh you know, knocks it over. Yeah, I I think this is I liked Con like Conti kind of showing up a bit in the last one. Yeah. Just like, because I was like, oh, I like Conti. My friend. Yeah, my friend. My good pal. Um, Who's been reincarnated as a anime girl? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, but, well, he then turned into an anime boy. Wait, when did that happen? No, like when Conti shows up at the end. Wait, what? In Progressive. What? I don't remember because no because the, the 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 girl like Aiko was Conti I thought no oh what? Like she was, oh she was yeah they used a part of her but yeah I forgot about that okay yeah but like what? oh Con- right where 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 Ida was in him yes right okay I forgot about that part yeah we both forgot things <laughs> uh, but I just like the idea of like no Conti's just a, a robot they have like. Yeah, like, they probably have dozens... Well, we they do have dozens of Contis. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she uh, she fights this thing and, like, finally manages to kill it, but it, like... It destroys like, the drill. And right. I, I like her voice acting it. She's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, she manages to break its head open, but as it's punching her in the face. Yeah. Like, again, she's not winning these fights as easily as she used to. Yeah, like, every fight she's won, ha- except for the basketball one, Yeah, has been a, like, close call. Right. And, where she- and she immediately just starts, like, after it falls down, she just bends over and starts, like, panting. Yeah. Because she is, like, just done. Right, but she doesn't have time to rest because a hand descends from the sky and grabs the iron. Yeah. And, like, they're trying to evoke the weird rotoscoping of the old show. It's, like, CGI. Yeah. Which, you know, sure. Uh, yeah. Um. And again, like, the... The the change is coming even if you want to stop it. Right. 
Uh, and yeah, they the uh, immigration guy is saying they basically have 34 hours until uh, the, all the plants around the world activate and the world is fucked. Yeah. And we see, like, bits of the kind of, like, the traffic jams as everyone's trying to get out of the city and away from the irons. Right, and, like, tanks lining up against the irons. Um, he's talking to the Prime Minister, which... Who is totally fine with this. I fucking love her line, which is... Uh, do you think that Mars has hot springs? It's such a, like, pitch-perfect joke of, like... Fuck off, lady. Right. Like, he talks to her like, you sound like you're going on a vacation. He goes, oh, I mean, I, a vacation's one word for it, I guess. And he just says, thank you for your hard work, and just throws his phone away. Yeah. But it It's so good that it's just like, these rich fucking assholes and politicians will not help us. They yeah. do not see this as a serious threat. Or they the, do, just not for them. Yeah, like, they, they know, like... Well, that's a shame that we're going to lose that, but we'll be safe. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, remember how, like, at the first episode, the Prime Minister's speech is all about how, oh, yeah, uh, travel off the planet is banned because we want to force everyone to stay here, so they have to deal with the problems here. Yeah. And now it's just, nah, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, like, now, now, now that it's me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we cut to Hijiri and Masan, like, walking to school. It's very hot. Like, they're not wearing, like, the, the like, outer layer of their uniform anymore. Yeah, I really, it's amazing, again, how when Progressive did its whole, like, apocalypse, end of the world type shit. Yeah. It felt so cartoony and nothing. Yeah, uh-huh. And this, like, really feels... And, like, part of it is that, like, global warming is just feels more real than, like, mochi falling from the sky. Yeah, A, more real. B, we're recording this in the middle of the summer. <laughs> that it also... But also, I just think that it's, like, framed better. Yeah, I agree. Like, seeing all of the, like, fallen plants and, like, dying plants all around and... Yeah. Just, like, all of the streets abandoned... Right. Yeah, like, there's a scene later where the, the noodle shop guy, like, walks outside and he sees that he's the only storefront open on the street still. Yeah. And just kind of has a moment of, like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Hajiri and uh, Masan are walking through and they're like, yeah, it's probably, we got calculus first thing, but they're probably going to turn it into a study hall and then, like, a free study and then it'll, they'll probably just cancel school later today. Right. Yeah, and they talk about how, like, I mean, why don't, if we want to, we, why don't we just ditch school? Uh, and I think Ichiri asks, like, well, what would we do instead? Amazon says, well, we haven't heard from Kana in several days. Maybe we should go check on her. Yeah. Uh, but they decide to give her her space instead. Yeah. I, I Which, feel like... Go ahead. I, I kind of got the... There's, I'm looking at it now, and like, there's actual no implication that they did. But, like, I felt like they had, like, seen her at least once. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that vibe. I just got the sense they haven't seen her since yeah, the day Yeah, I think, I think that episode. is actually what I just thought yeah. about. Well, it also does occur to me that, like, they're clearly concerned about her, but their reaction is, you know what? She's fine. She probably needs some space right now, which is, like, the kind of thing that Kana would not do for anybody. No. <laughs> because that wouldn't be making it about her. Like, that's the kind of reaction Pets wants her to have sometimes. Yeah, that like... Is that, you know what, I just need to give someone some space. Yeah. It's, again, brutal. Yeah. 
Um, I do notice that on her... And, like, they've shown Connor's room a lot of the series. Yeah. And I really like how, like, just thinking about it, how much of a difference it is from Pet's room. Right. Because it's covered in stuffed animals. She's got tons of photos of all of her friends. And just, like, junk on every tabletop. Yeah. Like, uh, just every service is covered in, like, old bottles and remotes and, like, makeup. Yeah, on her pushpin board, I am seeing a SpongeBob. Oh, I need to look at that. It's, like, right near the top, right right next to that, like, big pink bear. Uh, one sec, it's... it's It's in in the thing with all the photos. Oh, yeah, a little Spongebob. Yeah. Again, (laughs) weird about, like, copyright in this one. Yeah. I mean, it's a little yellow square with a smiley face on it. Yeah, but also it's (laughs) clearly... It's clearly Spongebob, but in a way that you probably would have a hard time litigating. Yeah, uh, but Kana is looking at all the photos of her friends and pets uh, with with her crack screen. Yeah. And she's got, like, the big bandage on her front right and she just looks miserable yeah like this is we talked about how kana like seems to have like in the first episode of this one how kana seems to have some like elements of depression to her right because she has you know talked about crying her eyes out all night yeah and this is more what (laughs) right this is it Yeah, and she's just, like, looking from her phone to Pets' hair clip that she's got on her nightstand, and then just buries her face in her pillow. Yeah, like, you're not going to be able to escape this. This is just... Um, and they... We see her family, and her brother is, like, watching some space show about, like, junk coming from space to destroy us all. Yeah, and the mom's just like, can we can we change the channel? And he's uh, like, it, it doesn't matter. They're all reruns of stuff like this. This is... Right. Like, no one's making TV anymore. This is... Yeah. Dad's just still reading the paper. Yep. Uh, and Kana kind of gets out of her room and just says, I, I'm, I'm going to go to work. Yeah. Like, it's it's a school day, but I'm, I'm still going to go to work. I just... Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Uh, so she's at work, and her boss is just like, you know, he didn't need to come in. No, no one comes in here anymore. Everyone's saying the world's gonna end. Like, I'm happy here. The noodle god told me to make this shop, so, yeah. like, I'm, I'm fine just sitting in this kitchen cooking noodles till we all die, but, like, you should find something better to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says they gotta order up for a regular, and it's an intelligent guy, the immigration guy. Right, so they they bring him, she brings him his regular order, and he goes, oh, but I I ordered cold noodles today. Yeah. And she just kind of like, what what, what do you mean? This is what you always order. He's like, yeah, but I I want something different today. Mm -hmm. And this is just like enough to make her lose it. Yeah. Like, she just starts ranting to this guy about how she just wants things to stay the same. Yeah, like, and he's just like, you know what? <laughs> like, he doesn't really answer her, but he just looks at his soup and is like, all right, well, clearly she's having problems. I'll, yeah. I'll have the hot noodles. It's fine. Uh, but I did like, again, it's the things that are going to change no matter what you do. Yeah. He puts in the spice and it does not fall off. Right. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Like it. You can try to make it the same. <laughs> right. 
but it's it's just the force of nature of growing up. Yeah. That eventually something new happens. Yep. And it might not be good. <laughs> right. Uh Majiri and Masan see Kana coming out of work and they like like Kana tries to like avoid eye contact with them, but like they just, yeah. they just go up to her like they're friends. They're not gonna ditch her. And also they're the only people on the street. Yes, yeah. Uh, then it cuts to that night where the immigration guy is just, like, sitting next to a beer vending machine. Mm-hmm. At first just, I thought, because it shows the beer vending machine first, I thought, like, wait, are they getting beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it's this guy. He's just sitting on the ground, smoking and drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Haruko walked up to him and was like, "What? you're acting like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, and I think she asked him, like, like when was the last time... Uh, like, when did you start smoking? And he goes, when I failed to quit. Right. Which is a great line. <laughs> yeah. And she, like, sits down and says, like, oh, God, my back hurts. He goes, yeah, you're getting old. Yeah. Like, it, it is not just us thinking this. Right. Uh, and She's she like, goes, no, that obviously isn't it. I, I don't get old. I don't age. Yeah, she says, I'm an alien. I've been 19 forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no. No, you haven't. Yeah, like, <laughs> no matter what you think... And, like, what your species does. Yeah. Eventually, this is cu- this is catching up to you. <laughs> Which, like, okay. To this... There's a thread here that I, I think is something this show doesn't do super well. That it could have. Of Haruko getting older. And if you made it... If you made her whole thing about preying on younger people. About her, like unwillingness to accept her own mortality and, like, recognize that she's getting older and have that be, like, parallel to uh, Kana not wanting to, like, grow up out of high school. Like, you could maybe make Haruko feel more, like, integral to this story. Yeah. And, like, there's scenes like this one that feel like it's hinting at that, but I don't think it's developed well enough. No, it's not. Haruko definitely seems like an afterthought on this show. Yeah, Haruko seems like, well, she's got to be there because it's fully cooly. Like, yeah, she is, like, the connecting force between all of these. Right. And, yeah, there there was room to make this, to make Haruko make sense here. And I, that's one of the things I think they fell down on. Yeah, it, which is, it sucks that they did. Yeah. Because this otherwise is really good. Right. Um, but they're talking about, like, are we going to do anything about this? Because they're like, because he's like, oh, I... Started when I was smoking when I was 17, and I never expected to be dying like this. Right, and she just kind of stands up and says, okay, no, this sucks. You suck. Yeah. I think she says, I want to go set off some fireworks. Yeah, but if it's just the two of us, that's boring, so we need to go round up some people. Yeah. Again, just this idea that, like, yeah, we probably can't stop this, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Yeah. Which... Like, it's depressing in a way. Yeah, but I feel like it's less depressing than the alternative. Yes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, but his lighter is out, so he asks her if he has, she has a light, and she just, like, grins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're at the school. No one's there. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, five people in the classroom. One of which is Ida and uh, Sasaki. Yeah. Who he is, like, applying uh, something to his back? He's doing... I don't know what he's doing to his back. 
Yeah, like he's. But again, it is Ida just trying to get him uh, uh, to show off his body to right. Sasaki. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's very obvious now that <laughs> to the point where I'm like, man, how did I miss this? <laughs> I mean, I missed it too. Right. Uh. But they, uh, we see that the the now trio of friends, yeah, uh, have walked out to the artificial islands. Yeah, the, uh, like t- basically to the beach they were at at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And it starts can... playing. Uh, I think this is uh, Fool, Fool on the Planet. On the planet, yeah, yeah, good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just kind of staring at this and. It's just a nice scene of Masan starts like singing a, like a kind of silly song. Yeah. And I kind of she's got a bad voice, but like not in a, like a like horrible way. Just yeah, in a no. But I will say like the fact that there is a song with vocals playing under it like makes it feel like an even worse like singing job because she's yes. so out of tune with the song that's playing. Yeah. Because like, even when Majiri, like, joins in, like, she also sounds bad because she's not in, like, the same key as Fool on the Planet. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're just singing this song about, like, oh, like, the ocean. And uh, they, they can't remember how the end of the verse goes. And then Kana says that it's about traveling to another country. Yeah. And they're all just like, oh, oh. Yeah, and, like, I, I, I get the feeling that Hajiri knew that. Because uh-huh. she's like, no, I think it ends there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, and yeah, they're just all staring. And the yeah, song. Go ahead. Uh, the song gets up and yells at pets, and like tells her to have a nice trip. And she's she's had it the entire episode, but she has the handkerchief. Yeah, that and she traded. Where, maybe I'm stupid. This is where it finally clicked with me. That why Pets was doing this and like oh she does care. <laughs> well yeah, like she's waving like Masan starts waving her handkerchief towards the island to wave goodbye, and then Majiri takes out the pen she got from Pets. It's like oh she traded each of them a keepsake so that she had something to remember each of her friends by. Yeah, and, and like, even with Kana after that fight, like she still made sure they did a trade so they'd have something of each other. Yeah. Uh, oh, th- oh, dang. This is where I started crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I I did not expect that, but, like, it just... Something about, like, the mood of it, the motion. Yeah. Uh, where, like, we were talking, like, yeah, Pets is pissed off at Kana for a lot of legitimate reasons. Right. But she also knows that, like, if she doesn't... If she, like doesn't do that trade it's going to end like she'll never have that again right and man it's just like ah uh, yeah but they head down to the beach and start playing around like they did right and i think we get the same voiceover from kana yeah but it is like very obvious like you know the the it is not a, like, oh, we're all having fun, and this is great. Right. Like, there's still that bit of it, but it is, like, that melancholy that was hinted at in that episode right. is at the forefront now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and when Kana gets down, well, the, she's like looking out and the rockets take off. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, they're going to Mars. And from what we know, uh, Pets is on one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, Kana starts crying and she starts trying to say something like, I really, I really. And her friends are kind of like moving in to comfort her, but then Haruko shows up and rams her with, uh, the Vespa from the noodle shop. I, I will say, I did... There's a montage of, like, kind of everyone from the series looking yeah. as the rockets take off. I just love the... Yeah. It's uh, it's good. Yeah, and it ends on the soba shop dude, and that's when he notices the Vespa's missing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Kana gets hit by the Vespa and, like, lands headfirst in the sand, and her skirt, you know, comes down... So, okay. Yeah. I will defend this kind of. Okay. Hit me. This does not seem like it is in a sexual way. This, I think, is a comedic beat. Yeah, no, it is a comedic beat. You're right. This is like. It, it stays on it for so long, and it is like not in a, like, sexual way. Yeah. That yeah. I. Like, I still, like. Listen, they've done so many panty shots that, like, I understand if you wouldn't give them the, like, benefit of the doubt. And also that still colors that, that there right. are so many, like, panty shots that do play into, like, sexual and, like... It is definitely so... less overtly sexual than the other two big panty shots of Kana. Yes. I'll um, give you that much. Like, it's I... not, like, it's not, like, my favorite thing and then, like, oh, it's great. No, sure. It's just, like, I don't think that... This is necessarily, like, a moment where it's, like, in sexualizing her. No, but I do also feel like there's a lot of funny ways she could have fallen down. Yeah. Uh, and they did deliberately choose one that, you know, flashed her underwear and then, like, had Harko drag her by the legs so her underwear was just in frame for a while. Yeah. And, and you're right that it's not, like, sexual per se, but, again, like... They could have drawn this scene any way, and this is the way they chose to draw it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but she throws uh, Kana on the back of the bike where, like, the soba noodles would go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the plant starts activating. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the countdown is, it is time. Right. Uh, and the iron starts moving. Which I think this is the first time we've seen this. Yeah, this is the first time an iron has actually started to work in any of these. Yeah. Uh, I love that Kana is just knocked out on the back of this. Yeah, like, all all three of the girls are riding the Vespa with Haruko, and, like, Hijiri and Masan are asking her, like, what's gonna happen now that the irons are moving? And Haruko just is like, well, I don't like sad endings, so uh, your your friend here is just gonna save everybody, and it's gonna be fine. Yeah, we just gotta save everyone because, like, that's what we need to do. Otherwise, yeah. this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, there's like a flashback yeah. where we see the intelligence guy and Harco uh, talking about like, okay, here's what we need to do. Right. His because plan is basically there's no way to stop this, but Kana has a ridiculous amount of no. And uh, instead of 
just the rockets that only the rich people can ride to Mars, we can use her NO to send everybody to Mars, or at least a whole lot more people than are getting to go now. Yes. And, like, that's certainly not ideal, but it'll work. Yeah, it it gives more people a chance to keep on living. Like, it does still mean that the Earth is fucked, and a whole lot of people are still gonna die, but we're gonna save a lot of lives by doing this. Yes. And Haruka was like, yeah, that plan sucks, I'm just gonna save everybody and win, and yeah. do everything, because I'm great, and that never changes, then I just win everything. <laughs> uh, and she gives him his gun back. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of why I'm okay with, like, her whole... <laughs> right. Because, like, even if the gun is small and looks kiddish, like, you know, looks immature, yeah, it's still effective. Right, well, and, like, he has a line about, like, like she's criticizing this plan, he's like, well, it's the best I can do, I'm, I'm just fighting for survival. And she just, like, throws him the gun and says, alright, well, show me what that looks like when you fight for survival, then. Hmm. Like, it, it is not in the way where it's, like, it is not so obvious where it's, like, her, the Haruko pulling out the tiny little guitar and going, like, ooh, you know, right. now it's much bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even when she first pulled it out, it wasn't like that. She was just, I mean, she's hoping to pull a giant energy falcon out of your head, so, like, a gun yeah. is going to be disappointing. Yeah. Although she talks less about Atomisk in this one than any Atomisk other. doesn't really come up in this one at all. No. And like you can maybe, like, read into the idea that maybe the events of Progressive, like, helped her move past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. There are some theories that this is a, pre- a stealth prequel. Because she... Wait, a prequel a, to the first one or to Progressive? Prequel to the first one. I don't think that makes sense. Um, apparently, I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to it. Okay, but, all right. But, like, one of the things about it is that Harco doesn't have the Vespa and then finds the Vespa. Sure... Yeah, I guess. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, alright. But we see that what, like, smoothing out the Earth looks like. Yeah, and it's just, in, like, literally turning the environment into glass. Yes, it's it's Halo glassing the planet. Which, it's interesting because I feel like that's not... The implication in the original FLCL was that it wasn't gonna literally iron out the planet, it was gonna iron out people's brains. It was going to make everyone, like, dumb and not D- be able to yeah, think like, for exactly themselves. What, yeah, exactly what that means it didn't get into, but yeah, you had the that idea to it. I, I never had the impression that they were literally ironing out the planet itself. Yeah, but this one, may, for, like, what they're doing with this and right. what medical mechanic is representing, it makes way more sense to be... Exactly, because now it's a climate catastrophe that it represents. Yes. So, yeah. Like, you can almost, like... Do, like, a really bad, like, reading of Fully Cooly, like, the original, where it's like, oh, the sheeple. <laughs> I mean, kinda, yeah. Yeah. And, and this is better than that, because yeah. those are always bad. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, they're all, like, watching the iron uh, make its way across, like, the countryside, and Haruko's like, yeah, this really sucks that it's doing this to your town, huh, Kana? And Kana asks her, like, well, what should I do? And Haruko just says, like, I don't know. I'm not you. You figure yeah. it out. Um, and uh, what's that? Uh, Conda gives a, a good speech. She puts on Pets' hair clip. 
and climbs up on top of uh, the immigration guy's car. And yeah, just starts yelling at the top of her lungs about how she loves everybody. Well, I, I was going to just, sorry, I was going to go through this speech. Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just him, like, you know, like, how she's, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, your city's getting fucked. He's like, yeah, the city's changing. Uh, you know, we're getting older, and, like, cuts to Haruko, and the people that we used to love disappear. Yeah. And all of that's going to change, but that doesn't mean that, like, how you face things needs to change. Like, you can still face it with a smile. You can still yeah. try to be you as things around you are changing. And you can still change with them, but, like, you can still be you as you change. Right, or, or yeah, kind of just like, uh, listen, everything has always been changing, and you used to not have a problem being happy, even though that was always true. So why should anything be different now? Just yeah, because like, you're aware that it's changing. If you're aware that's changing and that it's changing in ways that you're not, you don't like. Yeah, like you can still, yeah, you can still find ways to be happy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she gets up on this uh, car and just starts fucking screaming. <laughs> just yelling at the top of her lungs. Her friend's like, why is she yelling? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just like saying that she loves everybody and she loves this whole town, uh, and her forehead under the bandage is starting to glow. Uh, a bunch of the evil Conti show up. Yeah, like the uh, whole, just a whole street gang of them, like a Streets of Rage level breaks into this scene. Yeah. Because they all have like spiked baseball bats and chains. It's really good because like Haruko like gives her big cool guy line and then when uh. it lands behind her and she's like, Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> right, she's like, oh, I can deal with one of these, and then 30 more show up. Yeah, like, one just has a fucking pipe, one has, like, a mace. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. The police one, won't help, you only trust your fists. Yeah, one does <laughs> One does just have a bat with nails in it. Yeah. Uh, and so they, there's a big fight starting, the plant activates, and, it, like, all the steam is coming out. Yeah, so, like, Haruko is fighting them with her guitar. The immigration guy is, uh, using fighting his it. pistol. Yeah. And, like, even her friends are, like, teaming up on, like, tag-teaming them. Yeah. It's good. Um, and she is, like, one has, like, grabbed her arm and she's, like, trying to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, but Haruko yells at Kana, like, hey, you need to chip in here. So she just keeps, uh, going into this speech that she started. And, yeah, she just keeps, at one point she just goes, I just keep saying love. Right, she's like, yeah, I love all of you, and you're all, you all matter, you're all valid, and I love (laughs) spending time with you. I just keep saying the word love. I don't, I don't really know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she just, she says that, like, you know, she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. She just wanted things to stay the same forever, but, you know, she knows that can't be how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's, you know... She's she's trying to like find the right way to say what she's trying to say. Uh, and Harko cuts one of the Contis down the middle, and it breaks the guitar. Right. Yeah, and like the whole fight is starting to like turn. Where like the immigration guy is getting run o- like overrun. Yeah. Uh, her friends are like about to get wrecked by three yes. of them. And Haruko just yells at her to stop, like, stammering and just say what she wants to say already. And she also does the Akira slide into three of them. Yeah, she Akira slides through them. She says, why are you not just saying it? Are you seriously still worried about what other people think? Yeah. You're 17, just say it. 
Uh, and so she goes Super Saiyan. She goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, her, yeah, her hair just starts like pulsing with orange energy and this like kaleidoscopic like aura surrounds her. And she like takes off the bandage and thank you my twilight starts playing. Yep. Yeah, and like and she's like, the Atomist oh. logo on her forehead. <laughs> the immigrant goes like, oh, it's the exotic reaction. And, uh, yeah. Her friend's like, what? Just more mumbo fucking jumbo. I, just, I love that, like, you know, the first episode, she has that line about how she, basically she wishes the plot of Sailor Moon would happen to her. Yeah. And now at the climax, she turns into a magical girl. Yeah. It's so good. Then the iron turns to face her. Yeah. It's it's just now bearing down on her directly. Uh, and then we see, like, a quick, quick flashback of her. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like, all my life I've been lonely, I long to have friends, and we see her in, like, a hospital with, like, an IV bag, and you get the idea, like, oh, she wasn't just kind of sick all the time. Right, it wasn't like, oh, she had to stay home from school a lot, it was she spent a lot of her young life in the hospital. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, and then she so, like kind of flashes through like seeing like meeting pets for the first time and just talking about how you know she's always just really wanted friends and she's she's tried to be there for them. She you know she wanted her friends to need her and she wanted to be someone they could rely on, but really this whole time she's the one who needed them and she relies on them. Yeah. And like that's a comedy with just it starts off with like a couple like um uh like frames of different like bits of the episodes and like yeah as she's going it like zooms out more and more to fit more and more frames into the screen mm-hmm. it's really good it's really good and the, again the voice actress is killing it yep and like just her screaming at the end like i'm not afraid of not being liked yeah yeah and it shoots this giant laser into the sky right which, it makes like the clouds part and, like, I was really hit with, like, this so much feels like the end of the original Fully Coolie. Yeah. But, like, good. <laughs> right, yeah. Remember how much we talked about how that the end of F- Fully Coolie really needed to be about, like, Nauta having this emotional moment of growth? Yeah. <laughs> when it, but all he does is say, I love you, to the, like, sexual predator that's been abusing him. And, like... It's using a lot of the same thing with, like, you know, the sky going away, like, the yeah. clouds going away, and, like, the... Everything rising up. Yeah. And, but yeah, it, it's all based around this, it's not even based, like, on this cool action scene. It's no. just her emotions. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And, and uh, yeah. She's crying that she never got to say goodbye to pets. Right, and never got to, like, apologize to her. Yeah. And, uh, like gravity starts to go away everyone is like floating mm-hmm. and, and the like, hand yeah. gets like sucked through a wormhole yeah that she has made giant wormhole growing bigger and bigger over all of them yeah uh and you see like over the earth like it is basically like a tunnel through space to mars yes uh, I really love the animation as like they are in the black hole kind of thing yeah just how like the colors like vibrating a bit it feels like yeah like it the i forgot the exact term for that is yeah i don't know but it 
you know, like it's it's a thing where it's like if you were like in, into the Spider Verse, where in the background, like it'd be like, oh yeah, 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 the yeah. Colors I don't misprinted called, about, like it's I know, doing I know what that you mean. as a way to make it like look more weird and like glitchy. Yeah, it, it's very good. And yeah, she just says, "I'm I'm sorry, uh, but I never got to say goodbye to you, pets. Uh, you know, aren't we still friends? I, I'm just so sad." And she, like, yells out her name, and you just see pets wherever she is, like, turn to look. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, it's so good. Cause pets, uh, yeah. Because pets, pets, pets are sad, too. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I, I feel awful, but, like, I like it here, and so I'm, I'm going to stay. Yeah. Like, I'm not running away from this. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the, oh yeah, the line, so she yells out "Hey pets," and that's when you see pets turn around finally, and she just yells "I love you," and it creates this huge explosion of color. Yeah, and everyone is just like fading, like it's like their outlines are like twisting around and dissolving into just white light. Because mm-hmm. like it, it's it, just white behind them, and they are like blue, and then like as the kind of blast hits them, they just like they just turn into lines. Yeah, and just everything gets sucked into this wormhole. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> including Haruko. Yeah, and we get this bit of Haruko where she's flying through the wormhole, and I'm guessing this is what you were talking about. Because, uh, like, her in her outline, you see just a ton of frames of the original FLCL. Yeah, and also in the outline of the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Of the, the Vespa. Right. And, like, there's... Uh, yeah, what what people have said is that... Uh, she goes back in time at this point too, <laughs> which I don't like. I don't like, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so that's. I don't yeah. think it's an actual thing. I just wanted like to she bring... looks younger in the original than she does here. Yeah, like they make such a big thing of her, like growing older. Yeah, no, that that that's yeah. nothing. Um, uh, but, but yeah, it just everyone gets sucked into this wormhole, and you get a shot of the earth that has been completely just turned into like a marble yeah like medical mechanica did it the earth's ruined (laughs) but then Uh, over the credits you get a repeat of the opening scene where like she puts her shoes on to walk to school the only difference is that now the sky is pink instead of orange yeah because they're on mars she brought the entire town to mars yes and yeah it's it's Starts off as the same speech where she's like, yeah, you know, I wake up every day and the, the sky is pink. Yeah, like, it's, like, every day just because I'm feeling wide and it's, you know, too much of my eyes are swollen from crying all night and I've got the worst headache from it. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's, like, showing all her friends, but it doesn't have, like, the sparkly drawings on them. Yeah, and I don't, th- Pets isn't in this, right? Yeah, Pets is not there. Yeah. Like, when, in the original, it had pets at like you saw just the back of her head yeah which again like pets really only truly looks at her right at the end when she says pets i love you right and even as someone who like very much ships women together for sure i I still feel like it is non-romantic love it is yeah I, i i could definitely see if someone wanted to say it's romantic i i get where that would come from yeah especially because if the idea is that with Haruko yelling at her over and over again, like, hey, stop mincing your words and say what you really mean. 
Like, I, I could see that reading of it, for sure. Yeah, but I just... I don't know. I, I guess I just had canon her as Ace. Yeah, I, I that's kind of how I take it, too. Um, and that this is just, yeah, platonic love. That, like, she just has friends who are extremely important to her. Right. And, like, I mean, you know, she could be in a rela- romantic relationship with someone. For sure, yeah. If like, she wanted she, to, but, like... She might end up in a romantic relationship with Sasaki. It's just, you know... Yeah. She has to, you know, figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, she just gives this speech about, you know, even if today is like every other day, you know, that's that's not so bad. And uh, yeah, I like like she. I, I don't know. I'm a little torn about the very ending here. Yes, I don't. I am too. I don't hate it. No, but like, I, I don't know. Need a yeah. little more. Yeah. Yeah. It needed to be, like, five minutes longer. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, they're literally, like, both the opening and closing credits are happening over animation. They clearly tried to cram as much into this as they could. Yeah. But, yeah, it needed, like, five more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love, you can see Haruko outside on Mars. Yeah. And, like, the giant bubble city in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's also something, like, I get what it's going for, which is that, like, you know, a lot of things are still the same, and, like, the things that are important to you are still there, and, like, you can maintain your friendships, but, like, you're on Mars now. The world changes, no matter how much you don't want it to. Mm -hmm. But with, like, there is something about, like, with the whole global warming subtext to it, where it's like, oh, that's how that gets resolved, huh? You just fuck off to Mars? Yeah. I, I think it's interesting that Pets is not there. Yeah, oh, I like that Pets isn't there, and that, like, you know, uh, who knows? Maybe they could, you know, reconcile someday, but, like, they had a very big fight, and it would feel inauthentic if they were just together again at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, obviously there's still a lot of love on Kana's side. There's lots to point to the idea that there's still a lot of love on Pets' side. And I like just leaving it at, like, yeah, no, they, they're not getting, they're not reconciling. Maybe yeah. they will someday, but, like, maybe not. That happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's not anywhere close to, like, ruin this for me. Not in the slightest. No, no, no. I just feel like there's a little bit more that needed to be there. Yeah, it just, it feels a little rushed in the end. Yeah. It's, you know what? This was a really great song, and the singer hit like a slightly flat note at the very end. Yeah. And like, I can forgive that given that everything else is good. Yeah. I, this is six for six for me. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Which this is, is fucking a, wild. <laughs> of the three FLCL series, this is the best one. Yes. Uh, the original has better animation. But this one has better everything else. I, I was talking with one of my friends at work today, and he said that, like, he still has, like, a lot of love for Holy Cooley, and I was like, you should rewatch it. And right, yeah. <laughs> but he was saying that the the use of music in that one is better. You know what? I will actually agree with that. And um, I, like, I was like, yeah, I can't disagree well, so with that. so here's the thing. I like... First of all, they didn't get that many new Pillow songs for either of these. No. They got, like, three. Mm-hmm. Um... And all of the needle drops of the old, of the Pillow songs in the original Fooly Cooly feel very, like, I notice, like, oh, you're using that one because it's, like, the same kind of thing is happening, you know? Yeah. Like, 
every time Last Dinosaur plays in both series, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, that's a good song, but, like, okay. Yeah, you're, you're doing this, I guess. Yeah, and, like, I think they use I Think I Can a lot better in both of them because it kind of, like, twists what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, in Alternative, it's Ida completely failing to fight Haruko. And then in this one, it's, like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in Progressive, yes. And then an alternative, it's like, oh yeah, it's this big, cool, climactic fight. It's uh, actually like not even one percent of how much needs to be done right now, and like, it sure feels climactic to Haruko, but it's it's really not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like they needed more new needle drops for this. Yeah. Like I, I can't say in this one, I like miss them like terribly. I miss them in uh, alternative or progressive, definitely. It's not even that I miss them so much as I really notice when they recycle one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I think when they do drop in, thank, uh, thank you, my Twilight and Fool on the Planet, it's great. Yeah, like one of the best scenes of progressive is that opening scene with uh, "Thank You, My Twilight." Right, and one of the other best ones is that dream sequence that's all like charcoal with Fool on the Planet. Yeah. Uh, and I think both, uh, I was about to say both EDs, but I think the, I think the song for the, uh, progressive ED is good, but I think the alternative ED is, like, actually really great. Yeah, Like, the I, animation, the I agree. song. Is good. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good show, finally. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I am so, we were so worried that it was going to just, like, utterly just, like disappoint us on this one yeah and it didn't no again it's not perfect no it it has some of the same problems that every fully coolie has mm-hmm. but it has them to such a lesser degree and the stuff that is good is way better like the writing is yeah so good and so better than like even my memories of the original fully coolie yeah it's it's fantastic Mm-hmm. The characters are great. I love all of them, basically. Yeah. Uh, like even like the kind of no-name characters. Like we were talking about Sasaki earlier. Like he's really not that much of a character, but they give him enough to be. Yeah. Like you, you care enough about him to be like, okay, yeah, like this is. Like I yeah. get why uh, Kana wants to go out with him. Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, we, we've said it several times throughout this, the worst parts of FLCL Alternative are the parts where it has to be FLCL. Yeah. And again, I, there were ways to make Haruko work in this show that felt natural and felt like a good progression from where her character was before and felt like it complemented the show instead of, like, feeling mm-hmm. weird and jarring. Yeah. And I don't know if they were just worried that, like, well, no, like, people expect Taharako to be a certain way, and we have to, like, be true to that, or what. Mm-hmm. But, like, w- when they're willing to lean into that, it's really good. It's just they're not willing to do that all that often. When they're willing to make Haruko more vulnerable, it is yeah. the most interesting she's ever been. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Like, it fit... What I would want, and what it sometimes feels like this is suggesting like is that 
this is a Haruko that has gotten older, that, like, has done a lot of shit in the past, but has kind of, like, gotten past that, and now, like, maybe she's not full-on, like, oh, good guy or whatever, but she's mm-hmm. invested in helping this kid that she has met, you know? Yeah. And, like, invested in helping the Earth, because for whatever reason, she keeps getting drawn back here. Yeah, like... She is way less trying to fuck with Kana than she was with anyone else. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a bummer that they didn't, like, commit more fully to that idea, though. Yeah. I, I, um, I it, this, like, could have been, if, if just a, a few little things were changed. Yeah. This, like, like I, I liked this a lot. I wonder if someone who didn't, like, care about Fooly Cooly or who didn't see it as a kid, if you just showed them this, I feel like they'd be like, hey, what the fuck's up with Haruko? Oh, I, I think so. Like, I, what, I think why why is this in this show? Yeah. Whereas like I it's it's like we've been bathing in like snakes for like a month now. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh there's only one snake in this one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Part of it might just be because we've been through like so much shit. Yeah. But I I do think that like this is an anime I would recommend to people with caveats. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I'd be like, hey, this is like not great. Yeah. But also I feel like like there are parts of this that are not great, but I feel like there is enough of this that is doing some really interesting things. Right. And has like an interesting perspective that I think you should give it a shot. Yeah, there there is legitimately well written. Like uh, most of this show is well written. Yeah. And it has like things to say, and it like draws interesting parallels between a lot of like disparate ideas. And I liked to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I love to see it. You, you love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I. That's. I guess that's that's all I got to say. I like yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically it. I, we did not have any questions for this one. Okay. Uh, I did have some people going like, see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, this is... I, I mean, if you've listened to this, you've already been spoiled on kind of everything about this show. Right. But if you're interested, you take a look. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't you? Well, I don't. <laughs> uh, uh, did we have any questions from last time that we didn't get to? Uh... I know Box of Hamsters said that uh, named the t- our top five things about Masson that we love. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, I, I just told her that we talked a lot about how we love Masson. <laughs> oh, Masson. I thought you said the songs that we love. Like, oh, pick a, pick a song from the soundtrack. No, Masson. And name five things yeah. you like about it. I'm like, I... Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Masan is great. Um, and then we had also got a question about Haruko's character arc, which I think we talked a lot about. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's from at Mothrex. Um, and yeah, like I feel like that mostly works with us having seen the entire show now. Which yeah, yeah, we wish it was better. Yeah, it's definitely the weakest part of this. Like weirdly, I don't think like 
in general, progressive is pretty bad, but I think Haruko's character arc makes a little more sense in that one, even if I don't like it. Yeah, it's and like it, a little more at the end there. Yeah, and I again, I don't like it, but I at least understand it. Whereas this one, again, it feels like they had a cool idea and were kind of gun shy about fully committing to it. They, they were gun shy about her about her totally getting rid of all her pedophilic tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was looking around, people think that the scene of her showing uh, porn in Progressive is hilarious. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, like, <coughs> I kind of, I want to think the best of people. Sure. Uh, and I, I think they, like, they just haven't kind of recontextualized... Right, yeah, and I mean, I think if you're looking at FLCL from for, through the lens of like, oh, this is like a wacky sex comedy, then like, yeah, of course that's going to be your takeaway. Yeah. I think it doesn't start to become upsetting until you really think about like what the show is trying to convey with those scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we also, I definitely, I'm, trying, I'm not trying, I, I just... Some people were saying, like, oh, I didn't get that feeling from the original FLCL at all, of that it was, like, pedophilia apologism. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's pedophilia apologism. It's it's more complicated than that. Yes. I think it is something... It... It's, it's never going, like, pedophilia is super cool. No, like, and again, Haruko is unambiguously the villain by the last episode. Yeah. But the way that conflict is resolved isn't, hey, you're a monster and you need to fuck off. It's, yeah, it's gross how you preyed on me when I was a kid, but through this experience, I've matured and grown mm-hmm. up and I'm an adult now and that makes it okay, mm-hmm. even though I'm still 12. Yeah. And, like, but then also it doubles back and says, like, oh, no, you're just a kid. You know what I mean? It's just... It's confused. Yeah. In a way that just it's frustrating. Cuz they yeah. have a, they have an interesting idea there that then they just fuck up on following through on. This is basically like and like progressive is just a bunch of boring ideas. Like it's just boring. I, I don't even think it's boring ideas. I think they're interesting ideas that they just never develop. Mm. Like if it was if you give me the setup of, okay, the new kid in Fooly Cooly is this girl who is, like, quiet and depressed, and everyone kind of, like, projects things onto her, but really she's just kind of, like, she has this weird, you know, sort of muted internal life, and then she also is horny for violence. Yeah. And then that is somehow, like, weirdly intermingling with, like, she has, like, a sadomasochistic streak, but also depression and like self-harming tendencies and like it's it's attacking it from that angle that sounds like an interesting way to go with fully cooly mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't do that yeah it it, it sets up, up the initial moves of a story like that and then says ah oh, never mind i'm bored what if uh what if a girl was a flower <laughs> what if flower but also was a robot <laughs> what if pumpkin was robot? <laughs> what what if what if theme park mo, mo vult, vulture mochi? 
it's right. just, it's 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 just visual word association at some point. <laughs> uh, I think we've said all we need to say about. The I think we have. I think, I think we, we have fully examined the series. We've we've fully we fully examined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to move on. It is. It is. What were we gonna do next? Uh, <laughs> it was your suggestion. Well, I, I I was trying to think if we were going to do Shun Godzilla first. We're or doing if we're Shin going... Godzilla next. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do Shin Godzilla, and then. I floated the idea of just dragging this out and saving the rebuilds until 4 finally comes out because it has a release date now. And you were like, no, fuck that. We're watching the goddamn rebuilds. Yeah, I I can't <laughs> keep doing this. <laughs> I was like, listen, there's all kinds of shows with with surreal, controversial endings. We could... <laughs> Y'all watch The Sopranos on here? We can do that. So I someone, like, I watched a video that involved... Someone talking about the ending of Sopranos, and I'm like, the way they like framed it, I was, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense for that ending. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And, well, the ending of Sopranos isn't surreal; it's just kind of like a little odd, like cinematographically. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like, listen, we can go through Twin Peaks. We can go through The Prisoner. We can we can keep this train rolling until four comes out. But no, we're gonna watch the rebuilds. Yeah, Shin Godzilla, then the rebuild. Because part of this is that I haven't seen three, and right, I want to see three because people are always like going three is the best one or three is dog shit. <laughs> I have heard so many extreme opinions about three point three three. Yeah, and I'm I, very I just, curious. I just want to know. I want to have my own extreme opinion about it. Yeah, I, something interesting that I found is that like even if we are like different levels of excitement over something. Yeah. I don't feel like our opinion has, like, really gone in opposite ways. No, I feel like we've generally agreed on everything. Oh, I just find that interesting. Yeah, I mean, we're good friends who have similar opinions. Yeah, I guess the only one that we really disagreed on was just how interested I was in Metal Gear. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but also, I feel like partly that might be of how I took those games in. <laughs> yeah, the other part is that I showed them to you in the worst way possible, which was, hey, sit in a live stream and just watch while I play them in one night, and also you can't hear any of the audio. Yes. That is maybe the worst possible way to show you Metal Gear. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm coming up there for PAX West next month. I can yeah. I can, I can, bring a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. No, we won't. No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> We're so tired at PAX already. That like, yeah, those those weekends are so busy. We cannot fit in an entire 20-hour video game. All right. But <laughs> this was fun. I don't think I ever, I ever would have watched the show if it wasn't for this. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Uh, Luke, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Let's Place which is a, a show where we rank every video game ever made. Uh, Teenagers of Attitude, which is a Power Rangers podcast. Uh, I do Totally Reprise with you and our friend Molly, where we just we talk this much about Totally Spies. 
Frankly, we talk more than this about Totally Spies, because this was two and a half hours for three episodes. Yes. We usually spend, like, at least an hour and a half on one episode of Totally Spies. It's such <laughs> a dense, rich show. Yeah, it really is. There's so much going on. Yeah. I think those are those are the big ones. Oh, uh, if you are going to uh, PAX West this year, uh, we are holding a panel uh, Let's Place Live. Uh, it is going to be Friday at 6 p.m. in the Sandworm Theater. Come, come on out and watch it. I'm on it. Yeah. Molly's going to be on it. I'm going to have to start picking up those games. I know one we're doing, but I need All four right. more. I'm excited. <laughs> are you nervous uh, yet? Uh, no, I, I've done them. I've done three of these now. I'm getting less nervous every time. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I remember last time we did. I, we did this. I like pushed all my nervous energy onto you. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm still gonna be pretty nervous by the time it rolls around. Probably. I get nervous like about like an hour before we go, and then I'm yeah, like, okay. Yeah. And then once we start, like I'm like, okay, we're doing this. I mean, yeah, the first one of those we did. I went to the theater where we were doing it, like, two hours in advance and sat in a chair outside of it, just, like, <sighs> with, like, my back to the door, because I didn't want to see if people were lining up to go into it or not. Yeah, like, you don't, like, like you don't want to go look at the line room, because, like, what if there's no one there, but what if there's people there? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but what about you, Ashley? What do you want to plug? I'll plug my uh, Twitter and my Tumblr, which is your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, of course, you can find me at audioentropy.com and at hyenacackle.com. Uh, and you can also find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. I've been getting these NG, uh, let me tell you about Evangelion episodes, up pretty quickly and like a week beforehand. So yeah, give them a, give them a look over there. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this on the normal feed... There's a decent chance that Shin Godzilla episode is already up on your Patreon. Yeah. Like, no promises or anything, but that's no, about yeah, no the promises, pace you've been going. But that's the pace I've been going, and it's only a dollar to get early episodes. I have a $5 tier, but I've not updated that in literal years. <laughs> <laughs> I need to change my Patreon around so like I can actually focus on what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Because before, I was like, oh, I can do all these other like secret like you know podcasts just for the Patreon, but I just can't. I founded a Patreon earlier this year because they were doing that thing where, like, oh, the rules are changing soon for anyone who founds a Patreon after this. Yeah. And, like, I have one. I feel uncomfortable plugging it, though, because you get nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I just kind of did it to squat on it. Yeah. Well, because I thought, like, oh, like, I wrote all those Kingdom Hearts pieces. I'm like, well, maybe it'll be, like, an article, like, a criticism-based thing. But then I've been putting all of my energy into a project where that I can't really release piecemeal. Yeah. Um... Although you, I, I don't want to, I can cut this out if you want to. You hinted at doing a FLCO one, and I would totally, I would pay money for that. Yeah, yeah. Your Kingdom Hearts articles are really great. Some of my, like, I really loved reading them. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Uh, I think you're an incredible writer. Well, shucks. And it's really why I like doing this podcast with you, because I think you, uh, even if we end up just kind of mirroring our, each other, I think we it's yeah. good to talk to you and get get my feelings straight on this. Aw. Well, I love doing this with you, too. Aw. Friends! And that's why we're doing all 13 episodes of The Prisoner next. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Shane Godzilla next, if you want to 
watch it uh, along with us. Yeah, I have not seen this movie. I've heard it's good. I've seen this movie. I think it's good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and if you don't know, the reason why we're doing it is because Hideaki Anno wrote it and directed it. Yeah. In place of working on the, the last Evangelion rebuild movie. Yeah. I just saw news today, too. Like, it's it's locked in that he's making Shin Ultraman after He's Eva. making Shin Ultraman after Eva, and he's only writing it, though. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which I was kind of disappointed by, because I really love his, anim- his like, live-action, goofier stuff. Mm-hmm. We can maybe talk more about hey, this. I'll in bet Shin he was also disappointed by it. Yeah, I'm also pretty sure that dude's just tired a lot. <laughs> He's tired a lot, but also, I mean, again, I'm not going to presume his life, but I do know that he loves Ultraman. He has loved Ultraman since college, where he made a fan film about it. Yeah. All right. I yeah, think we should go. I think we're good. Yep. Uh, we're almost re- we're reaching three hours. Yeah, we should get out of here. All right. Until next time. In this city, I hey, will. Wait, no, 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 no. Well, okay, that's good, but I had a better one. <laughs> All right, go. Uh, until next time, Ashley. Yeah. I love you. Luke, I love yeah. you. Ah. Aw. <laughs>